Welcome to the Bacon Game Sports Pod. Your source for the latest on baseball, football, and whatever else he feels like talking about. Get ready. Here is your host, Jesse. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Bacon Games Podcast. I'm joined with my guest, Harrison. Harrison, what's up, man? Not much. Uh, you know, we're three weeks in. Uh, had some Thursday night football last night. I got a couple mm. of uh, fantasy baseball championships going this weekend. Ooh. Got my college fantasy football Ooh. league starting this weekend. So, I mean, okay, man, it's, like, uh, it's like Christmas in September for me. But, you know, <laughs> yeah. I'm a sick pop like that. I do a lot of roto leagues for baseball, so uh, yeah. down to the wire into most of them. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a lot of fun. I did college last year for the first time too. I had AJ Dillon, who's great, and yeah. uh, that's all I remember. <laughs> yeah, I've got I've got the Boston College running back this year. Okay, uh, his name's escaping me right now, but uh, people are projecting a big year for him. It was my first year doing it last year as well, and uh, really enjoyed it. So uh, I'm you know looking forward to another season. Yeah, but. Uh, Let's be realistic here, though. Uh, NFL, fantasy football, always be king of the castle. So that's yeah. what the people are here to listen about. Today. Yeah, it really is. No, it definitely <laughs> is, for sure. It's All right, crazy. so yeah. So you mentioned we had a game last night. We did have a game last night. Um, I did not like watching it, but it happened. <laughs> uh, do you, do, were you expecting the Jaguars to win? Were you expecting this to be a closer game, or what, what do you think? Uh, I, I expected them to put up a little bit more of a fight. Um, you know, I... I've liked what I've seen from the Jaguars first couple weeks. Uh, Jesse, I don't know if, if you remember, but you know, you, you, I'm pretty sure you were on my podcast episode right before like the season starts, like my final, like here, here's my draft advice episode basically. Mm-hmm. And we told everybody, Hey, like James Robinson guy, you want to throw in on your bench, like your last draft pick. Mm-hmm. And wow, that that's really <laughs> looking good right now. Uh, he, he looked awesome. That was the silver lining for Jags. Last night was just from a fantasy standpoint, but uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I was actually kind of excited for that Dolphins Jaguars uh, matchup, um, just based on you know the future for the Dolphins and how the Jags have looked these first couple weeks. I mean, I was pretty excited. Uh, it's a little bit of a letdown, but you know, any given Sunday or Thursday, right? So yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, it was it was definitely a tough game. I love James Robinson. Have him in most of my leagues now, so that's. That's pretty dope. I'm pretty happy about that. Um, who needs Saquon Barkley or Christian McCaffrey when you got James Robinson? Yeah, I mean, honestly, who does? Not me. Um, no, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was it was a tough game, tough game all around. I had the Jaguars plus three. I had the Jaguars money line or minus three. I had the Jaguars minus three in the money line. Not 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 exactly great. I had Gardner Minshew over one and a half touchdowns. Didn't work out either. Um, it was a tough yeah. game, but the Jaguars. I, I've been saying it for a long time. The Jaguars have a Bad defense, especially pass defense. They actually have a pretty decent run defense. Um, but pass defense is trash, and they have a pretty good offense. Just the offensive line couldn't block last night, and we were missing DJ Chark, so it was pretty tough. And you expect Minshew to have one of these bad games, you know? He threw for, like, 270, but that doesn't matter. It was it was not. Uh, there was just a lot of bad going on. So Man, that, that one play, though, uh, where Chenault caught that ball and was just literally standing in front of, like, oh, three, yeah. three or yeah. four defenders and just screwed around and man he's so dangerous in open space uh mm-hmm. it'll be awesome impressive. to see yeah it'll be awesome to see like obviously we're kind of already seeing how he's going to be utilized to mm-hmm. some extent but like you know i'm talking like you know year three like in his prime like, right right 
how, how is this guy going to be featured? It'll it'll be really interesting to see because mm-hmm. he he can do a lot. He's super talented. Yeah, um, definitely a um, a, like a project for sure. He's shown some flashes, sure, I, I think so, but um, definitely a project, I, I would think. Um, because I I didn't really like him coming out of college. Uh, I feel a little bit better about him now, but um, yeah, I don't know how great his route running is. He seems to be good after the catch. They use him as a running back sometimes. Yeah, I mean that's that's cool and all, but I, I really think he's a project. He needs to work on his route running. He needs to get open because that was happening a lot last night. So a few of this extra coverage sacks, not not totally blaming offensive line. Um, because the receiver's going to get open. It's pretty bad. I think, I think the f- worst thing that probably ever happened to Chenault's draft stock was just the existence of Colterrell Patterson. Because I think so many people <laughs> just like figure yeah, he's going to be the exact same player, and right. he could be. But uh, I-, I see a little bit of room for more. Yeah, I, th- I think so I- too. I like him. Yeah, Chenault. I mean, he had that one pretty great catch. He can definitely show up in the highlight reel. Um, we'll see. I I don't know how I feel about him in fantasy. I don't have him anywhere. So. I'm kind of okay getting with it. I like Elon Cole better as like a typical wide receiver. I think he had a better night too. So I, but, I love uh, the yeah. reemergence of reemergence of Keelan Cole this year. I really do too. Uh, um, I, I love him as you know, just as a fan, just guy I like to watch. And uh, I don't know you. I know you're a Jags guy. I don't know really what really happened the last you know year or two, but I, I think he's pretty talented. Yeah, I mean he's. He just never got, like, better, I think is the thing. He's, like, a fine three or four wide receiver, and he's fine doing that. Sometimes he'll have bigger games, whatever. Um, but he just never got better since, like, 2017, 2018. Um, yeah, just, like, it, or I think he was, I think he, I think he was on Team 2017, but maybe 2018. He just hasn't gotten better as a receiver. It's it, it's unfortunate, but he's just kind of stagnated. Um, other guys are better, like Chark's been better. Uh, Chenault looks pretty good, too, but... Uh, DD has looked worse, I guess. So you know he's getting more of a shot this year, which which is nice to see. But I I just uh he just didn't show a lot of improvement from the last time. So that's kind of where we're at with him, I think. But um yeah, yeah I mean maybe, and, uh, maybe still young. From a fantasy uh, standpoint, you know uh, Miles Gaskin continues to get some work and put up you know another double digit PPR mm-hmm. performance. And uh, oh you yeah, know, I thought I thought that um, Devonte Parker looked looked pretty good out there. Like from a health standpoint, he made. Uh, yeah, I think I saw him lay out for one ridiculous catch. So I was like, okay, well, yeah. you know, he looks good. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, long-term outlook for him uh, looks promising, I think. Yeah, um, Preston Williams has been really disappointing for me. I think that's mm-hmm. one of the bigger takeaways. Um, yeah, yeah he might be droppable if you uh, if you want to find someone else who's like, uh, if there's someone else on the way of argued like more, and there's probably a lot of guys I like more out there than him. It's it's unfortunate, but if you can't do it against the Jags D, I don't know who you can do it against, to be honest. Um <laughs> yeah, I feel you. It, it, I think it depends on the depth of your league too. But he's yeah. definitely like on the borderline of a yeah. guy being cut and a guy that you may want to pick up because his value is never going to be lower. But mm-hmm. yeah, I that's mean, true. It, it's weird because last year I like read a lot about Presta Williams going into the year, and mm-hmm. he was a guy that w- was on my radar earlier than most. Mm-hmm. But I mean, this year I just thought that. He, he was being a little overvalued coming into the season because, mm-hmm. look, I get the argument that, you know, Williams and Parker, they were pretty much neck to neck in terms of production when mm-hmm. Williams went out. And, like, sure, like, Devontae Parker, did he benefit from him being out? Yes. Mm-hmm. But I think he also, like, established himself during that time as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's, it's clear to me that Devontae Parker is going to be the number one guy there, and there's no reason why Preston Williams can't be a good number two. But... I mean, as long as Ryan Fitzpatrick is quarterback, uh, mm-hmm. I, I just wasn't as excited as most people. Uh, so I kind of understand, like, why this, he's also coming off an injury. So 
I don't want to say that I am surprised. Do I think he's going to be doing this bad in like week eight? Probably not. But like, I just think that you know, is he? A, he's maybe an ownable piece, but like, mm-hmm. I just don't really see him him being a guy I'd want to like start my fantasy football lineup at any point. Yeah, this, yeah so. definitely not. But but you did mention Gaskin, who who I love. If you can buy low on him now, which is probably cats probably have the bag right now, especially on a nationally televised game, but. He he is. A, I've been banging the drum for him since week one. He looked like the best running back week one, best running back week two. Obviously, he was week three. They only used him except on the goal line, where honestly, Howard did look good on his one carry compared to what Gaskin did at the goal line. So, and the um, nice really thing like is, him. is like there's more room for him to get more work too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm I'm a big fan. Fitzpatrick did look pretty good though. I do have to give him some credit for that too. But uh, again, Jags defense, you know, it is what it is. Um, but yeah, that was enough of last night's game, I think. Uh, I think we kind of knew, uh, maybe we didn't know what was going to happen coming into the game, but after the game kind of feels like whatever. I wouldn't be lower on, on uh, Minshew than people might be now. I'm still pretty happy with Minshew. Um, just a bad game. Uh, the offensive line didn't play very good. I think he could shake it off be good going forward. I'm, I'm not too worried about him, but... Um, yeah, it's one yeah. week. I mean, let, we'll, yeah. we'll see. Like, I, I'm, a, I'm a Minshew fan, and I, I'm Same. happy for <laughs> what he was able to do these first couple yeah. weeks. Um, yeah. You know, we've talked about this. I really liked him in college and mm-hmm. thought he was an absolute steal. And he's already proven to be a steal, even if this is all he yeah, ever does. I mean, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it'll be interesting to kind of look at his season like week eight, just kind of midway through and really mm-hmm. evaluate. It's just uh, I think a lot of people, you know, I saw Scott Hansen tweet out that, you know, the average to- like scoring total in each game so far has been 50 points, which is crazy. Uh, I know that I think like last time there was a holdout or something like that. Somebody told me or I read that like the first few weeks there was essentially an explosion of points because the mm-hmm. defenses were kind of far behind and sure. then it like regressed back to, to normal. So um, it, that'll be interesting to see the impact of that. I think there's going to be a lot of guys that overreact. Uh, so right now, like as far as like unless like I really need to make a trade, I'm kind of waiting right now unless there's a guy I really think is trade bait like mm-hmm. on my end. So like, I want to get through some of these bye weeks, and I want to actually see what these guys' value really is. And I'm not right, saying right. that you know Gardner Minshew is a fluke. I'm just saying in general, a lot of these offenses that are doing well, uh, let's see like week five, week six. You know, sure. so I- I'm just not trying to uh, to overreact too much, just based on kind of the data that right. I've been presented. Yeah, no, that's totally fair. Um, I I totally care. All right, let's uh let's let's check out some games on Sunday and the Monday night game eventually. Um, let's let's, let's go to the 49ers and Giants. Now, I guess I got to prefer this with saying this 49ers team is not going to look like the 49ers team that came into the year. I've, I've got a tweet here from Track. just all the guys that are going to be out for the 49ers in week three. It is Garoppolo, Moster, Coleman, Samuel, Kittle, Ford, Bosa, Solomon Thomas, uh, I think De- Devin Greenlaw, whatever, Greenlaw, the linebacker, and Richard Sherman. Um, 40% of their cap is out this this week. Um, it is, whew, what an interesting game. The line for this currently let me find it real quick. I use uh, FanDuel uh, for the lines. The Giants are plus three and a half. Kind of feel like uh, I would take the money line because that's plus 150. Um, how, how do you feel about this game? You, you got the Niners or the Giants? Uh, I think I, I think I've got the Giants. Uh, I'm, I'm sure the 49ers will probably try to come out and play hard. But, I mean, you also have to realize like they're still missing guys like Debo Samuel from the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have no wide receivers. They have mm-hmm. Nate Mullins out there. Uh, no running backs and you know key members of that defense out. If the Giants can't win this game, God help them. Um, <laughs> you know, I, True. I, uh, I don't 
despise. I mean, it sucks to say Quan's out. I don't despise sure. like this personnel on the Giants. I mean, the Giants have injuries too. Shepard's out. Mm-hmm. Barkley's yeah. out. But I still think like short-term IR. Yeah. D- Daniel Jones. I mean, that that'll be really big for him, not having to go up against those you know key players on defense. Yeah. Hopefully, he can limit the turnovers. Mm-hmm. I think as long as he does that, and I mean, I know that can be a big ask of the guy, but I think as long as you know they can do that, like the Giants. I'm honestly surprised that this isn't like even odds or, you know, giant yeah. slightly favored. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I like their chances, man. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I think I probably take the Giants plus three and a half right now, and I probably, I might even take them straight up. I got to change that, um, for sure. But yeah, it's, it's, it's just a lot missing. And to be honest, I actually, you know, watching film of the Giants defense, I love their defensive line. Huge fan of them right now. Um, the secondary is okay, but the defense actually doesn't look bad. Might might be the one bright spot in the Giants right now. And if we talk about, you know, the offense, they still have Golden Tate. They still have Darius Slayton. They have Evan Ingram. They Slayton will have... looks so- good, too. I mean, yeah. it looks like he's kind of taken the next step, even from last year, when he kind of exceeded expectations. And Golden Tate is Golden Tate, but he's a guy that they didn't have week one, either. Uh, yeah. So... You know, while they are missing Shepard, I still think that they probably have. And I don't think Shepard's like a bad receiver, but I still think they have their two best receivers healthy and active for that game. Uh, and it'll be really interesting to see, you know, how much work will Devontae Freeman get? Um, yeah. I'm sure they're not going to go ahead and give the guy 25 carries or anything. Right. It'll also be interesting to see as the season develops because I think that's a really bad offensive line, and Devontae mm-hmm. Freeman is a far cry from what he used to be. Sure. Uh, how he will do, um, I'm sure he'll probably get you know, a good workload. I've picked him up in some leagues. It's more so a volume play. This, uh, I, I'd be surprised if he ran for like over you know, 4.3 yards per carry. Like, I'd be very mm-hmm. surprised. I mean, Saquon was even having trouble behind that line, but I still think you have to pick him up. Um, I'm sure he's probably been scooped up by now in most leagues. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, uh, being one of the owners that has lost Saquon Barkley, I was able to pick Freeman up in that league. Mm-hmm. Uh, and shout-out to James Robinson. Thank God I took him in the last round. But, uh, <laughs> you know, there, there's a lot of people out there that are kind of banking on a halfway decent performance from a guy like Devontae Freeman because of all the injuries right now. So, yeah. Uh, if I'm watching that game personally, he's the guy I'm really keeping my eye on most as a fantasy football owner. Are, are you starting him? No, absolutely not. I wouldn't even dream of it. Uh, I'm just saying, you know, I, I want to yeah. see how he looks. No, I because I think a lot of people yeah. are considering starting him because, you know, he's the new hotness in there. But he just got there, what, like a few days ago, right? Yeah, they're, they're, I, I, would I, I don't even think he's going to be active. Mm-mm. Right? Like, I don't no. know. So, I mean, are you? Are, would you start Wayne Gallman or would you start Deion Lewis this week? Uh, I would try to start... None of them, <laughs> if possible. <laughs> sure. Uh, I guess if I had to choose one. I, I'm I mean, the Fortnite's defense banged up. You, you don't want to get a little greedy? Yeah, I guess that's probably a fair play. I, I just think it's going to be a three-headed monster this week, no doubt. Mm-hmm. No doubt on my mind. Sure. That's that's probably the way they'll do it, for sure. I think Dion will be and the I, most involved. And a three-headed monster is being generous. Actually, just going to yeah, be sure. three men <laughs> running the ball for three yards per carry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I, 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 if, if one running back would have a good week, I think it's Deion Lewis this week at least. Um, and if, if you're struggling, if it's a deep league and you need a running back to start, I, I wouldn't hate starting Deion Lewis personally, um, especially if it's any kind of PPR league. But um, but yeah, I mean, it's definitely going to be three guys there. They're going to see what works. I, I think that's true. Even even if Freeman uh, starts, which I'm, or gets on the field. I'm not sure how long we'll be there. Um, but w- would you want to start Daniel Jones against this uh, defense? Because, uh, you know, pretty banged up. 
I know the Giants we said are banged up. You don't really like the offensive line, but I I could see starting um starting Daniel Jones in a league if you need to. I mean, if we are talking super deep, uh, sure. I mean, he's still not really a guy that I'm personally considering. I mean, like, if I'm going to go, like, for kind of like a guy who wouldn't basically 100% be on your waiver wire based on, like, a matchup this week, and I can't believe I'm saying this, but it would probably be Mitch Trubisky against Atlanta because, you know, they couldn't catch a cold. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I mean, they're, they're, they're terrible. Um, so, uh, yeah. Uh, that that's probably yeah. my dumpster dive play of the week, just because I I just don't think Atlanta is going to be like capable of holding a team under twenty points this year. Um, I I think they've gone against two of the best passing attacks in the NFC, to be honest. So I I'm still still jury's out for me on on, on the Falcons defense, but they haven't yeah, looked good so far. They've got but. that they their their secondary is just atrocious though, and like yeah, they got young guys as there. As far as a QB matchup, I still think it's probably going to be the best one all year. Uh, anybody gets on their docket, um, and it's a guy. If if anybody's playing Atlanta, they're most likely startable. Okay. Yeah, opinion. I mean, I like Mitch, um, so I get that. I, I could see myself starting him. I think uh, I have him kind of low, but I'm 19th. But I mean, it's still I have 19th it's, it's, as well. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> Perfect. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. But I do think Atlanta's defense can bounce back this week. Um, we'll see. But again, I mean, you know, Mitch has played. I think the Giants, which is actually a kind of tough defense, so. Um, we'll, we'll see how it goes next week. There's, there's a lot of stuff that I really want to watch for this week in these games. But um, anyway, I think that's enough Giants talk. We both are on the Giants, I think, this week. So that's 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 a new one for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, okay. All right, let's talk about the Washington football team. I fucking love the name. And the Browns. Last time I checked, it was plus seven for Washington. I think I took that. Yeah, it's well, it's plus seven and a half now, actually, Washington. Um, that's what I've got. And then, uh, so who do you have? Do you have Cleveland straight up? You got Cleveland with the points? Or what are you thinking? Um, I think Cleveland, I mean, they're at home, like they, they should be favored, but you know, I would consider taking the seven points. Um, I, I think Washington can at least give them a, a little bit of a fight. Um, I, I, I don't know. It, it's just, it, it's to me, it's just like one of those where I feel like any team could kind of go in here and win this one. It's just two kind of garbage franchises and yeah. So who knows? Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, I guess, I guess that's fair. I, I, I don't, I don't know. That's fair. Um, I'm pretty sure Cleveland or I think Scherf is out for the season for, um, not Cleveland for Washington. I'm pretty sure they lost, they lost a good offensive lineman. Um, looks like they're getting Morgan Moses back. That's good. Yeah. I, I think the, the offense looks pretty anemic. I really wanted to believe in, uh, Daniel, uh, not Daniel Jones, um, Dwayne Haskins coming into the year. He just hasn't really improved from what I saw last yeah. year. Not I mean, the Browns are definitely the better team. I, yeah. I just think it's one of those any given Sundays. I, I wouldn't sure. be surprised by the way who wins, so I'd be more yeah. glad to take the points. I'm, I'm definitely glad to take the man. Yeah. I, I will say that. Yeah, I would like to you know, account for uh, – I'm not really a gambler. This is more just like kind of using football. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go for it. So, yeah, I know some people are just like – it's like their life and like they know all these trends and stuff, <laughs> so don't – don't like you know go go to the casino in Vegas and put down your life savings or anything I say, but uh, yeah, okay. I, I could yeah. just kind of see anything happening uh, this weekend. Um, right. It'll be interesting to see, I guess, if there's like a fantasy thing I'm looking for. It's mm-hmm. probably Odell Beckham. Uh, you know, week one was pretty awful, but you know the Ravens yeah. have had a history of limiting him over the last couple of years. So uh, he looked last week. Yeah, yeah, so I mean. 
it'll be interesting to see. You know, we've had some disappointing, disappointing stretch from Odell. Um, mm-hmm. But I think if he could kind of have like a coming out party this week, uh, that'd be really big for him. Kind of, you know, having a big 2020 from a fantasy perspective. Sure. Yeah, I get that. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I like Odell a lot. Um, he did have those comments about him. <laughs> Might not be a good year for him, but I'm, I'm glad to see him being a, more, a little more humble than he used to be. I think that's probably better for him mentally and maybe good for him going forward. We'll see. I feel like people were complaining all about how he was such a talker, and now he's like, you know what? I'm going to see how I do. People are like, oh, he fucking sucks now. It's over. It's like, dude, okay, chill. Um, I do like Washington's defensive line a lot, um, so I'm 100% feel like they could put a lot, a lot of pressure on Cleveland. Didn't love what I've seen so far. What I think could be an actually pretty good offensive line, but I haven't seen it yet. And I've seen it from Washington, and I know they're good. They spent like eight first-round picks on their line. So um, I'm at least happy there. But for fantasy, I feel like the normal guys you're starting, you're just starting. I'm not feeling anyone else in this game really besides, you know, Odell, Landry, the two running backs, Terry. Yeah. And yeah, uh, there's, there's no streaming opportunity here for anybody, yeah. really. Well, well, actually, maybe Gibson might be on the fence for some people. Are you starting Antonio Gibson? I mean, Gibson, to me, I mean, uh, when I say streamer, I, I mean more so. Kind no, of like, I understand. Yeah. You, yeah. you know, so he's probably a guy that's uh, being owned in leagues. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, to me, he's like a, a RB3 play, mm-hmm. frankly, this week. Uh, obviously, yeah. you know, a little bit uh, better for PPR, maybe a low-end uh, you know, RB2 for a deeper PPR league. Mm-hmm. Uh, which to me makes them startable, uh, but I'm not necessarily like excited about the matchup or anything mm-hmm. like that. I just think that's kind of like where the dice are falling. Yeah, yeah, I agree. He's pretty much in the in the middle, like RB three for me too, 29th for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm pretty, yeah. I'm pretty okay with that. So I've got him ranked at 22 oh, uh, nice. for PPR, but in oh, the sure. standard league, I have him down at 26, uh, down at 25 and a half PPR. So. Gotcha, gotcha. I do half point PPR for all my, all my ranking stuff, so I'm just like right, <laughs> right in the middle. Gotcha. Um, yeah, for all that stuff. I also just think P- half point PPR is the the only four you should play in. And uh, yeah, but <laughs> anyway, um, I'm actually starting the Washington defense in a lot of places uh, for the sack potential. Really, um, do you, do you feel like that's a decent play? Um, maybe I you mean, can shit on me if I, it's I wrong. No, you, dude. I definitely, if, if, if it's wrong, I definitely think it's like it. I, I I definitely think it's in the they're probably in the top tier of defenses this week. Not the top tier, like the top half. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I think they're probably in the top 15, like, start a bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not a defense that I'm necessarily crazy about starting. My, I'll, I'll, I guess I'll, I'll save my streamer for when, <laughs> when we talk about it. But, uh, oh, sure. you know, I don't necessarily think that they're a good play, but to mm-hmm. me, they are a, a potential play. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, sometimes, you know, if you're playing in a 12 man league, uh, people are kind of on the ball streaming defenses. Mm. You, you know, you kind of get what you get. So if that's the case, like, you know, it's not the end of the world if you have to throw them out there. They're just not uh, my favorite choice or anything. Yeah, no, no worries. Yeah, that's a uh, that that's fair. Um, I should I should probably have mentioned this for I like Cleveland's defense better in this one. I mean, I think I'm starting both in leagues, but the anemic you know offensive line from Washington and then the pretty good defensive line, especially uh, that Thursday night game, is really impressive. They they might be the better matchup, honestly. Yeah, so I have Cleveland at seventh this week for my defense rankings. So I, I have them higher. Uh, so th- they're definitely a play. Yeah, yeah, I think they're they're probably up there for me. I really the offensive line is going to be trash for for Detroit and and um for the Washington football team. And it is Haskins can't really move around this pocket. I don't know why he used to be good at that. Um, he used to be a big boy, but 
guess he's in a big boy league now, so whatever. All yeah. right, cool. Let's move on to the next game, which I have is Bengals Eagles. Man, um, the Eagles are zero and two. Um, I think so, so are the Bengals, right? I think. Um, do you, do you do you Sounds have do you right. feel confident in the Eagles this week? I assume you've got them, but uh, maybe you don't. What do you have? Well, what what's the line on that? Yeah, let me look for it real quick. Uh, it's it's four and a half. So the Eagles Eagles are minus four and a half. Okay, which I think I've taken. Oh, I mean, I think the Eagles really need a bounce back, and Cincinnati is a perfect opportunity to do so. Uh, mm-hmm. Hopefully, they can run the ball, have a big week, and get Alshon Jeffrey back next week. And you know, hopefully, you know, all the Philly fans will stop like you know, th- threatening to kill Carson Wentz or whatever it's going on over there. I don't know, but uh, I don't, I don't either. Eagles yeah, they're, they're definitely out of sync. Uh, I think this is the week where we really see what is Miles Sanders made of. Like, is he was mm-hmm. he worth that top pick? Which I never thought he was, but you know, we saw the way that Cleveland ran the ball on Cincinnati last week. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it's going to all start there, especially with all these pass catchers. You know, out hurt for Philadelphia. So, uh, you know, will they effectively be able to run the ball? I mean, I think they will be able to. I think that'll probably be about all that they need. Um, mm-hmm. But we'll see. I mean. Could the Bengals win this game the way the Eagles are playing? Definitely. But uh, I think they're going to capitalize on this opportunity. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm Eagles right now. I'm Eagles four and a half uh, right now. But, man, if you get some good odds on uh, on like a, on like a Moneyline Cincinnati, like some really good like plus 200 or whatever on, on that, I I wouldn't hate that. I could see Burrow beating this team. They are, the, the Eagles are not a very good team. They did get Lane Johnson back, which is super helpful for them. Very good for them. But um, yeah, I I don't know. They I don't have any receivers to throw to either. I certainly don't think the Eagles are a playoff team. That's for sure. Uh, I didn't think that coming into the season either. So we're we're good on that point. I don't agree. Uh, yeah, I mean I agree pretty much too. Their defense besides the line is not very good. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I I you know Burrow, he's just getting acclimated to the NFL. He his first NFL game. Then he has to go Thursday night again and play a division rival. Like that's pretty tough. He's got a long time to prepare for this one. I think this will be a way better game for him, and uh, maybe even a coming out game. Maybe we can see Cincinnati start rolling. They play the Jacks next week anyway, so maybe we'll see. Maybe we'll see a little Cincinnati action going. But um, we'll see. Yeah. We're seeing we're seeing some flashes from Burrow, but yeah. you know, being being like a big SEC guy, like I can't help but forget like uh, you know, just like that first year in the SEC. I mean, he was just like a guy. Like nobody's talking about Joe Burrow, and then he yeah. absolutely exploded. Uh, that I so for that reason, I mean, there's some upside there for like fantasy and stuff, but like I'm just kind of waiting it out with this dude because I think there is going to be like a learning curve again. Um, so you know, sometimes that's just you know the way guys develop. So I think Joe Burrow is going to be a really good NFL quarterback. I do, but mm-hmm. uh, I think one, it's going to take him some time from a development standpoint, and two, behind that line, I mean, it's just it's really hard for me to get super excited for him uh, until. It, uh, unless he just like out of nowhere sets the world on fire like he did in college, but mm-hmm. I, it's it's tough. It's tough for me to buy in this year. Mm-hmm. It, it's I just think it's still going to be uh, a rough year for the Bengals. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I I pretty much agree too. But um, I mean, for fantasy wise, I like Boyd. Um, and I like Mixon. I'm not sure I feel about AJ Green. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's been kind of a tough go. For Mixon to start the year, I think that the situation is only better than what he was in last year, and he kind of got off to a slower start and was able to capitalize. And I think he'll still be fine. He's probably a pretty good buy low right now. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I I own him uh, in some leagues, and 
Mm-hmm. Now I'm holding on to him because I know this is probably the lowest his value will be. But with that being said, I mean, that kind of perceived jump in his value that was somewhat kind of ingrained in his draft stock this year, uh, I, I don't know if we're going to see that. I think it's going to basically just kind of be 2019 Joe Mixon. Yeah, we'll see. It's going to be tough against the Eagles defensive line, I think, especially against the run. I love Malik and Cox in the middle, especially against the run. It's not good. Do you, are you starting Deshaun Jackson this week? Um, he's gotten seven targets in the first week, nine targets in the second week. He had a better week in week two, but not Deshaun Jackson-esque. Um, I feel pretty shaky on him this week. Well, I don't know. How do you feel? Rager is out, so yep. that certainly helps. Um, so looking at my rankings here, I have him at uh, 37 in PPR, 35 and half PPR, uh, 35 in standard. So, I mean, he's a startable option. He's definitely like a flex guy. He's a guy who, you know, if you don't have better options and mm-hmm. if you don't, I'm sorry, but, uh, yeah. you know, he, he, he is a startable piece. So, you know, it, all it takes is one big play and it's, it's Cincinnati. So, mm-hmm. um, not a guy I'm necessarily excited to start if I have to, but mm-hmm. he, he is startable for sure. Sure, I, I think any given Sunday is definitely true for Deshaun Jackson. It's always been true. He is my 49th ranked guy, so we're a little off on that. I just like a lot of other guys better this week. Um, I think there's a lot of wide receivers that I just like in general, and I, I wanna, I really wanna believe in Jay Garthago Whiteside, and he needs to start being put in the game more. Maybe with Rager out, they'll start using him more. But honestly, I think most of the the pass attack that comes with this team is gonna be the tight ends, and I'm starting both of them anywhere I can, even in flex positions. I can start both easy. Yeah, I, I want to believe in him too, man. I really loved watching him ball in college. Mm. Uh, unfortunately, it's just things seem to have not worked out for him so far, even though he's kind of been forced into some opportunities. So it's it's year two now. I mean, we'll, we'll see. I'm rooting for the guy, uh, but it's it, it was pretty rough going for him last year. And, you mm. know, for me, it's, he almost has to do something this week or, you know, he's kind of screwed again because – I mean, it, it's starting to look like Alshon's going to be back next week, and if not, definitely the week after, mm. uh, just based on, you know, he's out there practicing. They didn't put him on the pup list. Uh, that's the timeline, you know? I mean, mm-hmm. they expect him to be back around that time. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and I think that, you know, for those of you, just go check your waiver wire. If Alshon Jeffrey's there, go pick him up now before everybody's talking about him next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, they Philly has nobody else except for their tight ends. <laughs> like, Alshon yeah. Jeffrey... Sure, he may get suspended, he may get hurt, blah, blah, blah. But when he's on the field, he's going to be like pretty productive there just based on like the way the targets are going to have to be allocated. He's going to get volume. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, he's he's a guy that I'm stashing anywhere I can right now uh, unless I just am not comfortable dropping somebody on my bench. Yeah, I, I get that. I, I, I think, honestly, though, this whole year, I, I mean, Deshaun Jackson is probably the best wide receiver that I'd like to hold on, even even if Alshon comes back. I always liked him, but he's he's getting up there with the injuries and all this stuff. I, I, I don't feel good about him. But I think just the tight ends is the guy you want to own, um, the guys you want to start even. Yeah, that's yeah, just how I feel. I, I think that Alshon, even when he comes back, he's probably a guy who's going to uh, sit on your bench. But I, I do think that yeah. just with all the uncertainty at wide receiver, I definitely think that uh, the potentials there because they're also different uh, types of wide receivers too. So, oh yeah, you know, I think having one back may help out the other actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, but I think that'll probably help the Eagles a lot just from an offensive perspective as well. Just to, you know, at least have them back. You know, at least mm-hmm. have, you know, a handful of established weapons back on the field for Carson Wentz. 
uh, it's it's been rough at that position yeah. for for a second now. So they just need some stability there, man. Yeah, but for sure. It's not an excuse for the overall <laughs> performance they've kind of put out to start yeah. the season, but uh, it, it would certainly be a start. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, it sounds good. Um, yeah, we're starting Miles Sanders. I think he's like the 16th guy. I'm not super high on him, but he's gonna get the volume. There's no one else there, so throw him out there. Yeah, I have Miles Sanders. Uh, pretty probably as high as I'll put Miles Sanders this year, unless he just like goes off. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have him at ninth in standard leagues. I have him at eighth and half PPR, and I have him at seven in PPR. I'm just really salivating at that Bengals matchup after seeing what how the Browns were able to run the ball on them last week. I mean, it was, I felt like I was watching like peewee football or something, like a high school team versus a middle school team when they were running the ball. Like it was, it, it was pathetic. So uh, I, I think as far as the matchup goes, uh, really sexy. Yeah, that's fair. Um, there's, that's definitely fair. I, I, I don't think that, I mean, I'm just checking the injury report real quick because I don't know if, um, God, the, uh, Cincinnati guy, the defensive tackle. Uh, I'm forgetting Atkins. his name. Is. Yeah, is, is he playing? I don't think he, he was playing last week. Yeah, Gino's out. Yeah. So it seems like he's out this week, which is, again, good. If he was in, I feel a little worse. But, yeah, I definitely feel great about him. I don't think yeah. if, you, if you draft him Miles Sanders, though, you're starting him. You shouldn't have anyone unless maybe, maybe you have, like, James Robinson. <laughs> exactly. Um, That's what that might be the say. one guy. But, yeah, maybe going forward after this week. But, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. cool. What's, uh, what, what else we got on the docket? We got lots of stuff on the docket. Let's go Raiders Patriots, man. This is an interesting game. The Raiders are two and zero. Are you are you feeling Raider Nation? You went to Las Vegas this week. Um, the line and let me pull it up real quick. Uh, I've got uh, New England uh, minus six and a half. I don't think that's changed. So it seems to be what it is. Yeah, it doesn't change. Yeah. Um. I'll probably take New England. I don't know about the line, but I think they'll probably win this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. Uh. It's nice to see what the Raiders have done this year. I, I don't know if they're going to be a playoff team or not. Maybe with a seven-team expansion, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I just, at the end of the day, it's still, you know, Bill Belichick. I think that Cam Newton's looked really good. Um, I thought that was a really frustrating loss for them last week. So uh, pretty high on the Patriots this year. I mean, I do think that they're a playoff team. Um, so, yeah, I, at the end of the day, it's it's Foxborough. Uh, it's, I think they're the better team. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm going New England. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm taking New England, too. I'm taking New England with the points. Actually, I just looked it up. I was looking at the wrong thing. But it, it is, it's minus five and a half. I, I'm taking New England with the points up to, like, seven or eight, honestly. I, I think New England's going to beat him pretty soundly. I love Gruden's coaching. Seems pretty good at uh, willing this kind of shitty team to, to victory. But against Bill Belichick, I don't care. Um, especially when he's got a fun new toy in cam yeah. that he seems to know how to use. Uh, I don't. I don't think there's any way New England loses this game. I, I yeah. I just don't. I don't believe it'll happen. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I would. I'd be blown away. The Ravens go three and zero, and they beat New uh, New Orleans, and they beat the New England. That's that doesn't seem possible. Mm-hmm. But if it does, man, that's good playoff stuff. That's what, that's a resume you need to build to to get there. You know. Yeah, definitely. Um, a couple notes on the Patriots. One thing that may really hurt them is uh, you know, David Andrews had mm-hmm. what it sounds like a minor surgery. He'll be out this weekend. Uh, we all kind of saw how pitiful uh, that line was last year without Jan- David Andrews. So that's uh, that's tough, and they'll be without James White, still grieving the, the death of his father. Uh, mm-hmm. So on the flip side, you know, the Raiders, uh, Henry Ruggs is out, which you, you weren't yeah. starting him anyways. But 
Uh, Darren Waller uh, hasn't really practiced much this week, so yeah. I him and Jacob think, showed up this yesterday, I think, or today, I think, for practice. I'll double check that, but I'm pretty did. sure they showed okay. up today. Yeah. Uh, last time I, I think it was maybe yesterday was my last update I got him. I know they had the shorter week, so mm-hmm. I, you know, yeah. I, I think he's probably gonna play, but he's just a guy that if you own him, just keep an eye on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, have a contingency plan. Yeah. Especially if you don't like own another tight end, like start mm-hmm. you know looking at some rankings. But uh, I, I think he'll probably be okay to play. Yeah, it looks like Waller and Jacobs were limited uh, on Friday, but. I mean, they practiced at least. It's good that they were back there at least. Um, yeah. So yeah. that's good. Um, and, uh, yeah, and I mean, one guy that you're starting, if you have him and you're kind of smiling from ear to ear because you got a freaking steal this offseason is uh, Julian Edelman. I mean, he's been incredible. Like, you know, it's always been this talk about the chemistry with him and Brady, and you uh, just put up his highest – uh, reception total in a single game with Cam Newton in game two. So, uh, yeah, he he's a guy who uh, I think he's in for another big year. Yeah, I I probably agree with that. I wasn't drafting him nearly as much as I should have for the discount. It's totally fair. I was probably a little down on him just because I didn't know what this offense was going to look like. But should never doubt Bill. He knows exactly what to do all the time. He's one of the smartest, if not the smartest guy out there ever. Um, so kind of silly to do that. And to be fair, though, I think the Raiders played uh, pretty well against New Orleans' uh, past. Uh, attack last week i know they were missing obviously uh, michael thomas but i still think they played pretty okay um i don't think that really scares me off anyone it scares me a little bit about Nikhil harry i don't think i'm starting him anywhere but i still want to have him on my bench for sure um yeah I still and honestly uh, jesse at this mm-hmm. point like maybe james white but and you know damian harris well, mm-hmm. will be eligible to come back next week but mm-hmm. i don't know if there's a patriots running back really worth owning oh. right now yeah, I, I'm. I'm kind of. Sony Michelle doesn't need to be getting the work. They're running with Cam. They're using White. They're using Burkett all over the place. Doesn't seem like it used to be. <laughs> at least for Sony Michelle, I would like him to get more carries. I think he's probably the best pure running back there, pretty easily. But the, it doesn't work in the offense. It doesn't work in the offense. You know. Yeah, I mean, Michelle. I just he's one. It's a line, and two. I just don't think he's got that same explosiveness he did when he came to Lee. I think the injuries are kind of noticeable. Uh, you know, Damian Harris, they were talking about him right before he got hurt at the end of camp. A lot of people thought that he was going to kind of take that job. So, I mean, if they start splitting those carries, I mean, gosh, I mean, maybe there's a chance that Damian Harris comes in and, you know, he, he has, you know, fresher legs and they start to use him a little bit more. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I mean, if Cam Newton is going to continue running the ball over 10 times a game uh, and that line is going to play like, it has, and it's only looking. Outlook's only looking worse from here on out. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, for me, I mean, I'm looking at this offense like maybe in Kill Harry, but mm-hmm. I mean, to me, the only people I really want to own realistically on my roster right now, unless I have like an IR spot to stash uh, Harris, maybe just because it's mm-hmm. an IR spot, is mm-hmm. Cam and Julian Edelman. Yeah. That's that's totally fair. I, f- I feel you. I really that's do. That, they, the two of them have been their offense to start the season. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I guess that's probably... I mean, we're starting all the other guys on the other side uh, that we normally would, which is Waller. I think that's it. And Josh Jacobs, sorry, if they're active. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think this is a pretty, you know, go with it. Uh, Ruggs is out, so he's not anyone you can consider starting. Uh, I, I see people starting Hunter Renfro in deeper leagues. I don't hate it. But I'm not really in love with it. the Patriots' defense. hasn't looked very good the past 
two weeks so far this year. So maybe they exploit him a little bit. Carr looked pretty okay on Monday night against, which I think is a pretty good New Orleans defense. But um, I'm I'm probably not starting him. I do actually like Edwards, but more of a stash, not not as someone I want to start yeah, this week. Dynasty guy. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean Carr, unless you're playing like a two quarterback league, is not a guy I'm considering. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pro- there, there are better options. I think Cam Newton's like my quarterback nine or something like that. He's, he's, he's a great start. He's got such a low floor with the running, so we're all good there. Definitely. Yeah, I've got him at seven. Yeah. Um. All right. Cool. So let's go to Chicago and Atlanta. Um. Chicago is the favorite team, funnily enough. Mm. Um. Atlanta. It uh, looks like the line is minus three when I looked it up initially, and to confirm, is still minus three. And I'm taking Atlanta. Pretty. Into yeah. That. I think that Atlanta will probably win that game, especially because they're 0-2. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Wait, I should make that correction. Atlanta is the favorite team. That's why they're minus. I always get that shit confused. Uh, Chicago's gotcha. in the They're plus three. Gotcha. Atlanta's yeah. Three. I mean, uh, is probably going to win this game by a decent little margin. Um, you know, at the end of the day, yeah, I talked all about how I think, you know, the Falcons, you know, that matchup for quarterbacks, my favorite in the NFL for the 2020 fantasy season. But... I also don't know if I see Mr. Biscay just keeping up with you know, Matt Ryan and Calvin yeah. Ridley and Julio Jones on offense. Now, mm-hmm. we'll see if Julio plays. It looks like he's going to be a game-time decision. So yeah. definitely have a contingency plan there if he doesn't play. God only knows what kind of numbers Calvin Ridley, who's the wide receiver one in fantasy right now, mm-hmm. will put up. Uh, mm-hmm. Looks like mm-hmm. both of them may be top ten options. I mean, even Russell Gage has gotten yeah. a lot of work. Got to mention Russell that, Gage, man. Gotta. Yeah. He's had in the first sorry in the first uh uh game he had the exact same catches, the exact same targets. He had a, he had I think ten targets again last week. I'll confirm that real quick. But like yeah, he he's got to even hurts. Even hurts had a big week last week. Uh, the reality is because of that terrible secondary. I mean I think the Atlanta's going to pass the ball probably significantly mm-hmm. more than any other team in the NFL this year. Which therefore I mean there's just going to be a lot of opportunity there, a lot of targets. Uh, it's uh, you know, as far as the pass catchers, Matt Ryan, not that excited about Todd Gurley right now, but yeah, he's uh, not yeah. You know, anybody catching balls in that starting lineup for Atlanta right now, uh, is going to be a, a decent little asset to own in 2020. Okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, Gurley is someone you know, I think you, you could definitely sit if you need to put someone else out there, yeah. like if you had a James Robinson or if you had like a Miles Gaskin or if you had. You know, any of these guys, I would probably start, um, I forget the, Mike Davis for Carolina, I'd probably start him over Gurley. There's a, Gurley's a little, I don't know, I, I want to see it a little more. I, I'm usually a guy who's like, start your studs. Gurley's definitely on the edge of that, but. Um, He's not a stud anymore. Uh, that's yeah, just the reality of it. Uh, you know, I've got him in the RB20 range and all my yeah, rankings this week, and I just think that, uh, you know, Chicago's defense isn't what it used to be, but, you know, it's, they're, they're still okay. It's just, it's not a good matchup. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dirk Cutter historically has never been able to run the ball. You've got Gurley's injury history. I'm just I'm I'm not very excited about him. Um, so you know that that's just the reality of it. I think you're looking at an RB two this year. I mean, low end mm-hmm. RB two probably. Yeah, yeah, low end RB two. He's 24 for me. Um, and half point PPR. Um, so I guess I'm probably starting him. It's just you know if you had some other guys that you need to sneak in, I, I Gurley's definitely on the low end for me for sure. Um, I do have to say, I think the Bears defense has actually played really well this year, um, especially the cornerbacks. Jalen Johnson has looked really good this year. I'm very surprised. Um, Will Fuller has been looking pretty good, too. I'm pretty sure it's no, not Will Fuller. God, Kyle Fuller. So many Fullers. Kyle Fuller, the guy Kendall. on Washington, Kendall Fuller, all those guys. Now, Kyle's the one on uh, Chicago. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah, yeah, Kendall's on Redskins or Washington football yeah, Washington, team, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think the Bears defense is kind of tough, but I'm still taking, you know, I'm still going to start the guys. I'm starting Russell Gage probably where I can, too. I've seen it enough so far. I've seen it last year. He's involved in the offense, especially if Julio's out. He's someone I want to get involved with, um, definitely. Um, and I, I do think, though, that Russell Gage is a classic, like, yeah, you still do have to ask yourself, you know, how sustainable is this, even if you can be, like, fantasy relevant? If you can get like a decent offer right now for Russell Gage, that's a guy I'm trying to trade if I can. Okay. I'm I'm gonna I, I don't think he's that, gonna have a okay. bad year. I don't think yeah. he's gonna have a bad year. Like I think that uh, yeah, definitely depends who you can get. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. I think he'll be he'll be fine. But I mean, I, I there's no his value will never be higher than it is right now. Uh, so if you think no yeah, man, we'll see, we'll see. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know, man. I, no, that's I, okay if you don't believe that. That's totally fair. Uh, I, I was convinced. I, I, I like I like the talent. I think there's gonna be some opportunity there. At the end of the day, he is the number three wide receiver in an offense in the NFL still. Uh, mm-hmm. So, you know, occasionally we'll have guys who, who can pull that off. Like, you know, we saw like Wells Welker doing in Denver, blah, blah, blah. If the offense is good enough, but, uh, you know, yeah. it, it, he, uh, I think he can be okay. I don't think this is sustainable, though. And I think uh, if you can get a good offer, uh, you, you have to strongly consider it. Yeah, totally, totally. Um, depending on what it is, yeah, I could I, I could consider trading Russell Cage, but I'm I'm pretty invested. I'm I'm very happy to start him this week, especially if Julio's out. But I mean, again, I yeah, I do think definitely it'll, this week, Julio, yeah. if if Julio's out, yeah. uh, he's uh he, he he's a play for sure. Yeah, if if I mean, this is also gonna be a really interesting one to see Atlanta's defense. I know you don't like them, um, but you know they finally are gonna go up against a not so good passing attack, still have a good you know receiver, and I think Mitch is not that bad. Um, but this will be interesting to see them see see how we feel going forward because. They played, I think, the two best offenses in, in, in the league even possibly last week, especially, well, passing attacks, probably for sure. Yeah, um, so it'll be interesting to see. We'll, we'll, it's definitely a game I want to pay attention to, but um, I'm taking Atlanta uh, in this one for sure, even with, with the points too, or against the points. Um, let's talk Rams-Bills, because I might have hot takes on this one. Maybe you'll have the same hot takes too, but um, let's see. The line last time I checked was uh, two and a half, and the Rams are the underdogs, so I am 100% taking the Rams with the points. I take them straight up, even. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a pretty even matchup, and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that I guess in that situation, you would take the points, but uh, from, uh, I think LA, it looks like things are kind of clicking for them again, which is good. Um, Buffalo is, you know, they're, they're Buffalo. They're, they're a solid team. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl or anything this year. I don't think other of these teams are, but you know, yeah. they're, they're solid. I mean, I, I think it's it's pretty close. Um, I mean, I was ecstatic to see my boy uh, Tyler Higby go off last week. <laughs> that, that's, right. Yeah, that's pretty good. He, he, him and Cooper Cup, you know, in this game are the two guys I'm really keeping an eye on. Um, Whoa, no love, no love for Robert Woods? What's going on? Well, Robert Woods is kind of already, like, it's like established his value, I feel okay, like. Okay, all right, Robert cool. Oh, he's already solid. there. All right, that's fine. Co- Cooper Cup, uh, you know... He he was kind of slept on going this year. A lot of people were nervous about how he was quote phased out of the offense at the end of the year, even though he had like touchdown like eight straight games, something ridiculous like that. Reality mm-hmm. is, I think all three of these guys are going to be used. But uh, you know, Coop, Cooper Cup, I I can't remember his exact stat line uh, from last week, but you know, I don't think it like blew anybody out of the park. He he's just off to somewhat of a slow start uh, a i think bit, he's yeah. like wide receiver 42 or something like that so you know, I'm, I'm really looking for him to kind of bounce back um looking to mm-hmm. you know hopefully tyler higby can continue to do big things i mean i was banging on that drum all off season and 
It seemed like half of the fantasy Twitter wanted to give up on him after week one. Uh, so, uh, and I think to, to some extent, you know, I think you're going to probably have to watch these guys week to week, almost every single week. I mean, all three of these guys are super talented any given week. Any one of them can go absolutely off. Uh, so I think they're all three of them are good fantasy starters to have, but you know, it's just kind of a, a, a week to week monitoring almost. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, so Cooper Cup had five catches for 81 yards. He had two rushes for 19 yards, so 100 total yards. Pretty good. Hey, that wasn't bad. I think it was week yeah. one that he had the... Yeah, he had 40 yards on four catches. Not yeah, not great. That's what um, it was, yeah. But yeah, I think he's a pretty easy start. Um, the real key to this is the offensive line has been playing a lot better. And I think the Buffalo defense being as good as it was last year is kind of a myth. Um, I, I don't really buy into them as much as um, I think people still are. Um, also to be fair for the Buffalo team, they played against the Jets and they only won by like 10 points and they played against Miami and they won by three. I don't think this Buffalo team is that good. Um, I think this Buffalo team is basically last year's Buffalo team. Yeah, um, probably. You have, you actually have the so. number one wide receiver in Stefan Diggs now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to me, I mean, that's, that's really the only difference I see. I mean, you know, I think that they, they are a playoff team. I think they're probably mm-hmm. a team that won't do yeah. anything in the playoffs. Uh, but I mean, uh, you know, Stephon Diggs, uh, I mean, a lot of people were really down on him this offseason, which I never really understood because he was actually, like, the established number one somewhere, and mm-hmm. they were able to make John Brown into, like, a pretty well, fantasy-relevant mm-hmm. option last year as yeah. number one. And, I yeah. mean, he's just absolutely exploded out of the gate. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I think that this is kind of the beginning of viewing Stephon Diggs in a higher tier from mm-hmm. a fantasy standpoint, like, in his career, not, like, even this year, I think there's just a really good opportunity for him. And uh, if if you got him, if you got yeah. like uh, Julian Edelman, like in those yeah. <laughs> the seventh, eighth, ninth rounds, man, you're you're sitting pretty right now. Yeah, definitely. Um, I uh, love Josh Allen for fantasy. That was our good. Yeah, Josh Allen. Uh, you know, he he. I'm not the biggest fan of Josh Allen from a football standpoint. Uh, in fantasy, I was a little down on him this year because of all these comments he had about not running the ball as much. But clearly, that was just an absolute lie. Uh, and he remains because, similar to Cam Newton, as you mentioned, like that rushing just gives him a floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have him pretty high this week. Uh, let's see, I had him at QB six. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Pretty pretty high play, uh, yeah. much higher than um, uh, Jared Goff. But okay. at the end of the day, I, you know, I, I don't think that that means necessarily too much. Yeah, um, I think I have. Well, I've Goff eighteen, and I've got Allen at seven. I might move Josh Allen down a little bit. Ah, there's some tough matchups this week, I think. Um, but yeah, Josh Allen's definitely good for fantasy. He can sling it like no one else can. Definitely makes mistakes still. Um, didn't run the ball as much last week either. Has has two fumbles officially on the books, but he also kind of fumbled last week too. The play got called dead, but that ball was coming out <laughs> you know, a little bit before then. I, I don't feel too good about Josh Allen moving, and maybe he stopped running a little bit more because he can just sling it now. It doesn't have to move, which definitely hurts his fantasy value. But um, I still think he's a good good option to go with. Um, but to be fair too, also the LA defense is not not bad at all. Um, I think that John Brown and Stefan Diggs are both easy startable matchups. I think they're a lot closer than people think. Diggs definitely the number one, but I think they're both very, very good. Very, very startable. Easy guys to play. Plug and play every week. Um, yeah, I have John yeah. Brown sitting in like the 30 range, which mm-hmm. which makes him, you know, a, play- yeah, playable. a, flex, a flex play. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he's he's playable. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm playing him anywhere. I don't own him anywhere, but um, I would definitely be. Uh, there are. He's probably around the 30s for me, too, but that that's pretty playable for me. 
Um, are you starting um, anyone in the backfield for L.A.? Because I'm kind of staying away from this backfield. Um, yeah, it, it's so unpredictable right now. I, I'm, I'm not starting any of those guys. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't have them ranked in my uh, top 30, at least. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's unpredictable. Uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's not a great matchup on the ground. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm not starting any of those guys. You'd have to be really desperate. Yeah, uh, it's because uh, I'm pretty sure Akers, I don't think he's going to play, right? Um, well, I, I, I wouldn't think so. Yeah, Akers really, is out. Akers is I, out. Yeah, I haven't monitored Malcolm that. Malcolm Brown's but, playing, though. Yeah. That's interesting. So it's going to be Brown and, and Henderson. Mm, we'll see what happens to that. But I'm staying away from this backfield. I don't think you should yeah. start anyone. You, you may get a little closure as to you know, who they like more because yeah, it's been it's tail of two weeks. But mm-hmm. man, I'm certainly not starting either one. Yeah, for sure. All right, cool. That's that's a bit. Oh, uh, we do need to mention the running backs for the Bills, too. It looks like Zach Moss is out, right? So I mm-hmm. think Singletary's a go. I mean, he hasn't looked yeah. good so far, but without Moss, he's an easy go. Well, Singletary is a guy who I thought last year really just needed more volume. So this should be a pretty solid week for him. Before the Moss injury, I actually had like Singletary at 28 and Moss at 29, like mm-hmm. pretty dead set. And then in PPR leagues, obviously, I gave uh singletary a little boost i think this probably boosts singletary up into the you know girly david johnson antonio yeah. gibson range probably boosts mm-hmm. him up to you know being a low-end rb2 this week yeah uh so you know it, it depends who you have obviously but mm-hmm. uh certainly a better play yeah yeah definitely a better play with, with Mossad. very very happy to start him um, okay, cool. Let's talk about the Texans Steelers because um, I think this game is going to be a, a barn burner um, personally because um, I don't think the Steelers cornerbacks are that good. Um, but anyway, the line is four. Uh, the Texans are the underdog. The Steelers are the favorites. Um, I'm taking Houston and I'm taking them straight up. Yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see. Um, yeah, 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 it's, I, I it's, a, it's a close game for sure. The, I'm not, the I'm Texans, not, yeah. they, they're going to have to win in the air. Um, I think yeah. that David Johnson, if you have him, you really have to consider sitting him this week against the mm-hmm. Steelers defense. Uh, yeah, you know, we saw yeah. we saw like Saquon <laughs> Barkley trying to go up against that defensive line mm-hmm. a week or two ago, and it, he, you know, behind a bad offensive line, he he just had no chance. And uh, it's it's just going to be the same story for David Johnson. And uh, I think that after this week, when David Johnson has another bad week, cause he went against the. Yeah. Ravens and the Steelers yeah. two weeks in a row. I think it's a perfect buy low opportunity considering, I mean, his draft stock was already pretty low. I couldn't uh, agree more. I could yeah, not agree more. Definitely. definitely. He's, he's a guy you're going to want to go out and steal, but he's a guy that, uh, you know, I'm certainly uh, staying away from. Um, mm-hmm. As far as, you know, James Conner, he looked really good last week. He's probably a, a top 15 play for me this week. Um, we're still kind of figuring out like in that Texans wide receiver room, who's going to be the guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I still like Brandon cooks if I had to own one, um, you know, fuller, uh, probably has maybe a little bit more upside week to week and cooks yeah. is just a safer option over the course of the season. But, mm-hmm. you know, I think that cooks is kind of getting a bad route. Like last yeah, year, he had, uh, I well, get, yeah. last year was rough. And then, you know, I was actually very surprised mm-hmm. that he played week one. I think he was more so of a decoy, but came in last week, bounced back. So, you know, may, maybe we see a, a Brandon Cooks com, coming out party. I mean, I, I think that, you know, he's a guy who's 
a proven thousand yard receiver with a good quarterback year after year mm-hmm. until he had some concussion issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. you know, he's a guy that, you know, talking about by lows, he's a guy that I, I would try to buy low right now as well. Uh, and hopefully, you know, this is the coming out party for him. Uh, we'll see, but I mean, I, I could see this game going another way. I think that the Steelers are probably going to win this one in the trenches. Um, I, I, I think it'll be a good game. Sure. Um, I don't know if there's any matchup in this game that really screams out to me. I do like uh, Deontay Johnson and Juju Smith-Schuster against their secondary. I've got uh, Juju kind of in that high-end RB uh, wide receiver two range. I have him at uh, 13 in standard, 12 and half PPR, and uh, I actually put him pretty high he's in my top 10 in ppr so i consider him to be a wide receiver one there and then you know deontay johnson has looked really good i think that just based on style of play he can get open for uh a lot of catches to me i have him as kind of a a low end wide receiver too in that matchup so i guess if there was like a matchup i was you know to be exploited uh that, that'd probably be it uh i think both of those guys are you know guys that you want to have in your starting lineups Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see. I've got some things to say about that. Yeah. I mean, so I really like cooks. I don't, I don't know why people are doubting hooks. I thought it was really just the injuries last year that were keeping him out, but apparently people just think he's bad. That's fucking stupid. Um, I think that uh, the Steelers, man, they do not have uh, a good secondary um, besides Minko. I still think is very good. Hasn't had two good games, but the cornerbacks aren't very good. I think the DBs are going to get roasted on both sides of the field. So you start everyone you can. I start Chase Claypool. I start all, all these guys. I'm, start, I'm starting everyone like Deontay Johnson, Juju, Connor, all those dudes. Uh, start Big Ben. Start Watson, definitely, because I think the secondary is a little cheap, even though the, they're going to get after him. You know, obviously, the Texans defensive line isn't very good, and the Steelers offensive line is probably, probably the best in the league. Um, I would go that far to say that. Um yeah, I'm said David Johnson too, but um, the rest of these guys that you're, you're you're definitely starting. I'm I'm excited for Brandon Cooks more than Will Fuller, hundred percent, not even close for me. Um, yeah, I'm I'm just started, excited to start this because it's gonna be a barn burner, and I think Houston will win it eventually because um they gotta win a game. I think Watson is better than uh, Big Ben, and uh, maybe if the defense steps up a little bit, because I don't know how good the Steelers' offensive line is anymore. We'll we'll, we'll see this be a, a Houston victory, but yeah, I think we covered all the all the fantasy guys, right? I don't. Would you start the Steelers' defense? Yeah. I mean, I feel like you have to. I mean, they're, they're mm-hmm. just so good for fantasy. They, they were last year. They have been this year. And, uh, you know, again, I, I, I agree. I think at this point in their careers, Deshaun's probably the, the better quarterback. But, you know, I just, I, I'm just i still not crazy about the team around them. Uh, yeah, I mean, you're again, I, I think that Pittsburgh can win this game in the trenches, probably pick up a ton of sacks. Uh, I, I think you definitely start Pittsburgh if you have them this week. Yeah, I think just based on the uh, based on the sack potential, you probably start them because I mean I don't know if it's going to be a barn burner. I think it will be, but um, you just start them just based on the the uh, their defensive line and their ability to get sacks. That's that's totally fair. Um, yeah. Okay, cool. Oh, sorry, were you saying well? No, you're good, man. You're right, good. Cool. Let's talk Titans and Vikings. Um, I'm pretty sure the Vikings are the underdogs this week. I guess because they got crushed by Green Bay, but um, I'm definitely on Minnesota plus two and a half. I'm taking them. Taking them straight up too. Uh, I don't know. I, I think that Tennessee will will probably win. It just so, something just seems fishy to me about the Vikings. Uh, and you know, I, I can't say that I've, I've watched every single snap they played this year. But to me, when I you know the bits and pieces I have seen, they just 
don't really look like the same team to me. Um, so uh, I, I like the Titans in this game. Uh, obviously, A.J. Brown is out. Uh, Johnny Smith looked really good, kind of, you know, absorbing those targets last week. And, uh, you know, definitely a guy um, that you want to own. Um, yeah. I mean, I think the one – I don't know. How, how many targets did Johnny get last week? Let me, let me look it up. He had five. Four catches, 84 yards, two touchdowns, which is great. One of them was on a busted play for a long touchdown. I feel like the Jaguars, I, I don't hate John Smith, but I feel like the Jaguars definitely are a team where you want to start tight ends against them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't know how I feel about John personally, but if you want to start him, that, that, that's okay. Yeah, I don't think and, Minnesota's good he's, linebackers. He, he He's a start right now. He, he's another mm-hmm. guy that I think is, you know, often, but sure. uh, probably trade bait. Yeah, with, you could do that. You know, I'd be, be way interested in that. Yeah, I mean, if you were able to scoop him up off off waivers, you know, go through your league and find the team that just didn't draft a good tight end and they're yeah. starting the guy on the Jets or whatever. And yeah, I mean, or, off- you know, it's hurt, right? We have Kittle out. We have um, Waller possibly being out. You could definitely mm-hmm. fish him with someone. Yeah, so, uh, you know, I, I, I scooped him in one league, even though I already had uh, Kelsey and Higby just to kind of pick up as a trade chip, so... Uh, that that's probably the biggest reason from to own him right now, unless you're real just really don't have other options at tight end. But uh, you know, as far as this week goes, uh, not a bad play. I mean, I I think I have him at uh, tight end eight in standard, tight end seven and a half PPR, uh, tight end eight in PPR. Uh, so you know, he's he, he's definitely startable. Yeah, uh, yeah. If, um, he's 15 for me, so he's a little on the edge. But um, yeah, I mean, you 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 could start him if you need him. We got guys who are hurt, so Waller's my third right now. Gaseki was my fourth, so not great there. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, there's there's definitely room if you need to. But I'm I'm not feeling too great about him. Um, on the so I mean, the Titans. I think you start Tannehill. I think you start both quarterbacks here, honestly. I mean, Kirk probably less than Tannehill, but I mean, I don't like the Vikings secondary that much. But uh, and I really like Tannehill. I think he's gotten a really bad rap, and he, he looked it against the Jaguars. And I don't know how good the Vikings defense, especially pass defense, is compared to the Jaguars. Definitely better safeties, but cornerbacks, I'm not so sure. So you start in Tannehill, right? Definitely start in Tannehill. <laughs> um, so I have Tannehill at quarterback 15. Okay. Uh, okay. So yeah, he he's he's a starting option depending on you know what you mm-hmm. have. Um, you know he he's not my favorite option. I I am staying away from Kirk Cousins. Uh, just for a little bit here um just uh I, I just don't trust him in my starting lineup yet yeah i mean that that's that's okay i think the titans have an okay defense i think this is a real big bounce back game though for minnesota i have uh tannell is my temp guy so definitely on my end i'm i'm into it um but yeah i mean with without without aj brown is uh definitely kind of tough but he did it last week and i really like uh i was gonna say cody allen but um cory davis Corey davis Huge yeah fan he's... Of Corey davis uh, I've I've been rooting for him since day one. We came to the league. It's it's been disappointing, but uh, you know, um, I know they declined that fifth year option. Mm-hmm. I hope that you know he can kind of take this opportunity to show other teams what he can do, and you know, hopefully uh, seek you know maybe just a better opportunity. I I just think he's probably a change of scenery guy. Yeah, maybe that's possible. I mean, uh, I don't great. think there's I don't think there's anything wrong with what's going on in Tennessee. Sometimes that's just the case. Yeah, uh, I think that Corey Davis is a pretty talented guy, and uh, you know that he he can still have a decent NFL career. But yeah, I mean it's it's been awesome. It was it was nice seeing him last week have a big week in uh, Brown's absence. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm curious how you feel about Derrick Henry's long term um, 
going this year because he has not looked good. He's got a lot of carries, looked pretty sluggish, getting tackled a lot behind the behind the line for the Jaguars at least last week too. How do you feel about him going forward? Well, Henry has always kind of come on at the end of years. I think that you know as these defenses get more tired, Derrick Henry's just you know he's hard to tackle. He's he's a freak. I mean, he, he literally is a freak athlete. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Just seems like he always kind of comes on towards the end of the season, uh, even at Alabama's, his time in the NFL. Um, so I, I feel pretty good about him long term. Still, uh, I actually have him ranked pretty high this week against Minnesota. So uh, I'm not freaking out too much, especially because with some of the injuries to these top backs. I mean, you know, you're looking at him and Kamara and Zeke and Cook, and then I mean, after that, I mean, you know, you still have probably Jacobs and uh, Jones and uh, maybe Taylor, depending on if, you know, if he can continue to have a big couple weeks, but mm-hmm. I mean, th- there's only so many options out there. Like you're starting Derrick Henry if you have him. So, okay. uh, you know, if, if you want to try to package him up, uh, sure. But I, I just think uh, as the season goes on historically, uh, he, he's, you know, gets better and better throughout the year. So I'm riding that out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that does seem to be the case, right? Yeah, 2018, 2019 for sure. Um, I I didn't like Derek Henry coming into the year. I still don't like him. He's getting a lot of carries. He had what he had the most carries in the league last year, right? Three hundred something. Um, and he's already had Yeah, uh, that, that's kind of his game. Fifty six. You know. Uh, he, he, that's kind of his game though. Yeah, like, sure. For Derrick Henry to be successful, like I feel like you kind of have to run your offense through him. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, I mean that's why that uh, the year yeah. of the national championship. I mean, you know, uh, uh, Alabama was able to win one with with Coker at quarterback. Oh, okay. I mean, you know, gotcha. um, so I, I think that's kind of his game. He, he's going to get that high volume. The good news is when he wasn't at Alabama, he wasn't really that every down back until his last year. So he, he doesn't have like as much mileage as some people may think. So I do think it's a long term concern. Uh, but over these next two three years doesn't really worry me that much uh the wear and tear I mean, he, he's such a freak anybody can get hurt but if there's a back that's been built to be durable uh it's definitely derrick henry so gotcha gotcha okay interesting um yeah i just uh the offensive line has been playing better than i thought um i still don't think it's as good as it was last year i think that definitely hurts henry um he hasn't been good so far so just keep an eye on that for sure he's, he's someone that i don't feel personally is like a lock to be you know a top running back the rest of the year so Take that for what you will. I'm a Derrick Henry hater. You can do whatever you want to, but yeah, that is what it is. That's okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, let's talk Panthers Chargers. Um, should be an easy Chargers win, right? We got the line. Let me pull that up. Well, it, line. obviously, it's going to kind of boil down to you know how Justin Herbert plays. Sure. Uh, you know, he 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 pleasantly surprised me week one and you know, same same in that game against the Chiefs. Actually, but yeah. you know we we've seen one game this guy in the NFL. So yeah. We'll see. I, yeah. I can't. I can't say that it's an auto win mm-hmm. for the Chargers. Uh, I actually, you know, it, it sucks that McCaffrey's out. I think that that really gives uh, the Chargers probably the edge to win. But mm-hmm. I, I, I like the matchup. I think it's kind of along the same lines. I mean, you've got new quarterbacks and systems, uh, some talent sprinkled around them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, I think that uh, the Chargers have better defense. Uh, but yeah, uh, I, I think if it, it's going to be a fun matchup, um, yeah, some things I'm looking at for fantasy obviously is, um, you know, Josh Kelly gets 
23 carries last week. What's his workload going to look like this week? We saw them support Melvin Gordon and Austin Eckler last year. Is Josh Kelly going to be that Melvin Gordon guy? Is Josh Kelly going to kind of play that role but only get you know 60 to 75% of the touches that Melvin Gordon did? Or is, Yeah, I, you know, I think Josh Kelly is. Uh, yeah, I, but, I know it's a rhetorical question, but yeah, mm-hmm. I think Josh Kelly definitely is. I'm a big fan. But, uh, you know, I mean, 23 carries is a lot, and uh, it's it's enough to raise your eyebrows, uh, even though he didn't exactly set the world on fire with him, just that much volume. So uh, if I had to, like, really watch any particular guy, it's probably him. Uh, I'm also keeping an eye on Robbie Anderson, who's had a first couple weeks. Panthers gave him big money. Uh, obviously, yep. they want to incorporate him. Uh, Christian McCaffrey's out, more targets available. So uh, Robbie Anderson, the guy, definitely I'm, I'm keeping an eye on. And, oh, yeah. um, you know, Hunter Henry, you know, how, how is he going to, and you know, Allen, you know, how, how are they going to kind of adjust to Justin Herbert? Uh, you know, okay. so, yeah. uh, you know, it, th- there's a lot to take away from this game, I think. Yeah, um, definitely. Lots to learn. But, but definitely the Kelly thing is definitely, uh, what I'm really keeping an eye out on. Um, sure. and I don't think that Austin Eckler's job is in danger or anything like that. I do think no, they're just going to complement each other. Uh, but Definitely. how much how much will Josh Kelly be complimenting? You know, I think this is a very see. similar situation to Melvin and him. I, I just don't think Eckler's built to handle this kind of workload, and I think they need a guy like Kelly to be there, and I think he'll be just as good as Melvin could have been on that team. Um, Caroline's defense yeah. is absolute fucking trash. They are the worst defense mm-hmm. in the league. It's not even close for me. Yeah, they're, they're pretty um, atrocious. They're just young, too, really, which, you know, I mean, I say they're trash, but, like, you know, eventually they could be good, but they're a very young team. They're trash right now. Start everyone you can against him. Uh, Josh Kelly, or Josh, oh, God. Um, Justin Herbert, I didn't like him coming out of college. I feel like we had the same opinion on him, right? Or I, I, not cr- I think he's, I think he's okay. Yeah. Uh, I think yeah. he can be like one of those low end franchise quarterbacks, but I, you know, like I, I just Dolan don't think that like, yeah, like something like that. I, okay. I think he's an NFL quarterback, but I'm just not very excited about him. I don't see him being like this rising star in the league or anything like that. Yeah. I'm I think he's excited. fine. Yeah. Uh, but you know, uh, he he ain't Tua. He ain't Joe Burrow. Yeah, no, it's yeah, it's not even close for me. Yeah, I I, I would agree with that. Um, I, most of it, I I just don't think he he hasn't improved since his sophomore year. I haven't seen improvement at all. He looked okay in a game against Kansas City. I don't think Kansas City's defense is that good, but uh, against the Panthers, he should be good. Honestly, if you need to start a streaming quarterback for some reason, um, you you could definitely start him, and you you could do a lot worse, I think, because this defense is so bad. Um, Out of curiosity, yeah. where where do you have Josh Kelly in your rankings this week? I'm sure some people probably pick them up off waivers, and they're kind of curious. Yeah, all the RB injuries. Uh, let's let me search for Kelly. Josh Kelly is my RB17 this week. I am rolling and feeling good. Nice. Okay, so you have him a little bit higher than me. I have him around like that 24 spot in mm-hmm. my league. Yeah. So that's like a low end RB2 for. Uh, uh, 12-man league or a flex so i mean i think he, you uh can cautiously put him into your lineup <laughs> because of the matchup uh but hey look how that worked out for people with uh james robinson this week yes yeah, speaking... people were probably like yeah. hey like can't believe i'm putting this guy in my lineup and he puts up 30 points the matchups there the talent's there i watched kelly in college a lot uh the talent's certainly there question is you know is is he gonna go out there and get you know 11 carries this week instead of 23 i guess but uh We'll see. Yeah, uh, it's funny you mentioned James Robinson because I have James Robinson 16th and I have Miles Gaskin 21. So, you know, Josh Kelly's, you know, right in the middle there. He's going to have at least 12 points and a half point PPR and get, you know, maybe close to 30. Because that's I how have rankings James work. James Robinson <laughs> right at 16 as well. Yeah, it's how rankings work, right? So that's going to be good. 
Uh, no, I think he's an easy start. I think you start everyone against Carolina's defense. You can. Um, yeah, just do it. And thinking of Carolina and Robbie Anderson, man, your chance to buy law on Robbie Anderson ended week one. It, it obviously mm-hmm. ended in week two, but it ended in week one. They know how to use Robbie Anderson. This team's going to be playing from behind a lot. He's a great deep ball threat. Super involved in the offense. Very excited to have him, especially with McCaffrey out. Super excited. And he, to have was, him. And he was absolutely free. And if you yeah. listen to Jesse free. and I during the offseason, mm-hmm. I know we talked about that. Yep. And if it. you have, we appreciate you sticking with us. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> I give man, some but, good takes sometimes, guys. <laughs> that, that, that ship has sailed. But uh, yeah, yeah, that was just such a clear, just oh, free yeah. steal of a player. I got him in a lot of best ball weeks, too. Just the deep ball ability. You know, he's going to have some down weeks for sure, but he's going to have a lot of up weeks. Very happy mm-hmm. about that. Um, the Chargers defense is really good, though. Um, I'm probably sitting Curtis Samuel because of that. I know people want to see him get more involved with McCaffrey being out, but I'm not sure that some of that stuff doesn't go to Robbie Anderson either. Um, so, you know, yeah. we'll, we'll have to see. Um, but yeah, okay. All right. Can we talk about Jets Colts real quick? Because I don't know that there's much to say. The Jets are a trash dumpster fire. They have Brashad Perryman out. They have Jameson Crowder out. I think Fant is out too, the lineman. This is a dumpster fire. Don't start anyone yeah. on the Jets, really. Just don't do it. it. Like may if you're like super desperate, like maybe a Chris Herndon just because the whole team. I don't even is feel out. like I like him, but yeah, but, uh, he's possible. Yeah, no, I I feel you. I don't even yeah. know. Yeah, I don't even think I have Herndon in like my yeah. top fifteen tight ends. Yeah, I, I mean, I may so move him into like over like a Logan Thomas now or something like <laughs> that. But like, yeah, you know, I maybe. mean, it's uh, maybe. it's it's uh, I don't own any Jets players. I don't plan to own any Jets <laughs> players. I was kind of like excited Chris about Jameson. <laughs> I was kind of excited about Jamison Crowder this year. I thought he was going to have a really big year. Obviously, the injury, it sucks. The only guy but, there. Uh, uh, so, yeah. But uh, as far as the Colts go, I mean, really my only takeaway is, uh, I guess T.Y. Hilton's grandma, like, reamed him out for sucking to start the year. So maybe he'll have a big week. And Jonathan yeah. Taylor is a oh, yeah. shit RB1. And Naeem Hines, week one, was like game mm. scripts, I guess. I don't yeah, know, like, 100%. Yeah. We went from having you know, over 20 touches to one. So uh, Jonathan Taylor yeah. is the guy, and he is a top play going forward. No yeah, doubt. if you if you, if you were listening to the podcast, you know how much I hated Naheem Hines coming to, into week two. It was a bad idea to start him, and uh, it was definitely true. Don't start him. It was all game script. Um, but, yeah, I mean, uh, Taylor's an obvious RB1. I actually have um, Philip Rivers as my number 12 quarterback. Um, do you, what is your rank for you? Okay, uh, so... He's outside my top 20. Wow, okay. Yeah, Uh, I mean, I guess you just think they're going to run the ball a bunch. That's fair. Yeah, I I have Jonathan Taylor as my RB5 in all formats this week. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. I just think they're going to put up like a lot of points in the Jets. You know what I mean? I think they'll do a early. He he may be decent. Um, Philip Rivers is a guy I used to love to stream and stuff like Mm. for on the dirt sheet, but Mm. I I just kind of stay away nowadays, man. Sure, that's that's fair. it's been a rough couple of years. Do you do you do you think Michael Pittman's worth a start in like a deeper league? Now that you know Paris Campbell's out, I think Zay Jones or not Zay Jones. I, I, mean, uh, I guess it, it depends like how deeply we're talking here. Uh, sure. I didn't rank him in my top forty, so I okay. don't really consider him to be like a startable player. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So. Yeah, he's outside my top 42. I think he's like 41 or 42, actually. Though I'll look real quick. But, I mean, I, st- I still like him. I like him as a stash a lot now. He's getting worked into the offense gradually. Um, I really liked him coming out of college. Um, he is currently... He's my wide well, receiver 47. There's a lot of other guys that I like this week. But, um, yeah, yeah, I mean, he, he's someone to definitely keep an eye on. And in a deeper league, I'm definitely starting him. Like, I know I'm in, a, I'm in like, a two-quarterback league with three wide receivers, two running backs, and, like, three flexes besides the super flex. Starting him in that one pretty easy. Um... But yeah, yeah, I mean, I, do I like you think uh, do you think the Jets are the worst team in the NFL? Um, 
with the injuries, yeah, right now I think so, probably. Um, yeah, I think that they're my power rank. I think that they were the last team, so I'm going to go with yeah. yes, I think. It's, yeah. it's going to be a rough year. Yeah, another rough year for the Jets. They, they're just tanking for uh, for Trevor, so it's fun. Yeah, the Jets are the worst on my team, yeah. Yeah, I like that would be really interesting to see if they did that, like what they would get for Sam Donald. Yeah, I, I, he's probably in the vein of Josh Rosen at this point. Maybe even, I mean, these people have seen more of him, but I, I don't know. It, it doesn't feel good. But, I mean, also, has the talent been active? I don't know. The defensive line's def- the offensive line's definitely better, but losing Lev, losing you know Crowder, and losing Perryman, not having Mims yet, that's just a whole bunch of bad so far. Yeah, a lot of it's a nightmare. Fans. Yeah, it's, it's a nightmare. The Colts will roll them, and it's, it's, it's yeah. simple as that. Yeah, we yeah we don't need to spend too much time on that. Um, start your Colts. Uh, Mo Ali Cox actually. You start Mo Ali Cox. Uh, I mean he's produced a little bit to start the year. Uh, I I haven't really uh, moved him up my rankings or anything yeah. yet. I mean, uh, but I mean it's he's he's a watch like he's a guy I'm keeping an eye on. Uh, you know the the options at tight end are so thin, but uh, yeah. I kind of want to see you know another week or two like that before I really start. You know, making him a top ten, top fifteen option or anything. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm just trying not to overreact for now. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Um. Yeah. He's someone to keep an eye on, but not starting. It, the The last week was they they said they were going to get involved. They did get involved. I don't know if that, how that's going to be going forward. I don't feel super great about it. But yeah. Um. All right. Cowboys Seahawks next. This should be a fun game for fantasy. Um, it should. I think, I think the line is actually kind of far. Um, oh, I just got out of my thing. God damn. Let me, let me see if I can find it. I think it's um, Seahawks minus five. Minus five. Oh, it is Seahawks minus five. Yeah. How do you, I think I'm actually taking the Seahawks here because I think they're the, probably the best team in the NFC, maybe. Um, but this will be a fun game to watch. You could consider taking the points pretty easily. Yeah, it's, it's definitely going to be a game, fantasy or not, that I'm going to want to watch just because I think it's, yeah. <laughs> it's the best game at this so four true. o'clock slate. Um, yeah. It, it's going to be a lot of talent there. Uh, I think that, I, I don't know. Um, the Cowboys, I think, are going to kind of have a field day passing against the Seahawks. Um, mm-hmm. I'm actually, the guy I'm really trying to decide, like C.D. Lamb, I, th- I think he may be startable this week. Yeah. Um, you start him over Gallup, though? Or? I, th- I think I would. I think I would. Um, it. it Oh, no. No, I actually, I, I lied. I have Gallup okay. 21 and Lamb 25 okay. uh, in standard. Uh, PPR, I've got Gallup 25, Lamb 26. Uh, and then PPR, I've got uh, Lamb 24, or 25, Gallup 24. So they're, they're pretty close yeah. for me. I mean, I think that yeah. all three of these guys are probably going to eat to some degree. Uh so we'll see. I mean, um, you know, with Devontae Adams out, uh, some people are probably looking to pull like a receiver up from their bench to start. And uh, I think Lamb may be your bet there if he's a guy that you own. Uh, so, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, I think that uh, there's definitely going to be a lot of opportunity for Dak Prescott and those receivers to put some pretty big fantasy numbers in this game. I don't know if that's going to result in a win or not. I agree. I think the Seahawks are a yeah. really good team. Uh, but. Yeah, that that's like the the matchup that gets me excited. Uh, get, looking at this game from a fantasy perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, Gallup is actually my twenty four too, which is fun. Uh, CD's a little farther down. He's my thirty five. Um, but I think these guys are all pretty easy starts. 
um, for me at least. Um, yeah, I'm st- I'm starting. Yeah, I mean all, Wilson all the, and Prescott. Those should. You know, you're starting yeah. both of those guys. They're both top five plays in this matchup, yeah. I think. I think it's going to yeah. be uh, a pretty fun, high-scoring game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know much. I mean, I thought the Seahawks defense would be a little bit better at this point. They're still pretty good. Um, we'll, we'll see them in a less in a, in a more traditional matchup, I guess, versus not Cam Newton. Um, but, yeah, I mean, uh, I think I think it should be a very fun game to watch and a very good fantasy game for, for both teams, definitely. Yeah. Um, and I, I mean, yeah, I'm taking the Seahawks here. Yeah. Doing yeah. it with the points, too. I mean, I think the opportunity is there for both Zeke and Chris Carson. I mean, yeah, all, yeah. all the studs on both these teams, I, I yeah. think you play them. I just think it's going to be – there's oh, going to be a lot of opportunities for points there. Yeah. Uh, I don't know this – whatever this dude's name on Dallas, the tight end. I, I oh, guess Schultz? Yeah, I was going to mention Dalton Schultz, yeah. Uh, I guess you keep an eye on him. I, oh, I added uh, him. Um, yeah, so, I mean, yeah, he had a pretty good week one or yeah, week two. So, yeah. um, at, you know – as I said, only so many options there at tight end. Uh, I think it's going to be hard over the course of a season uh, for him to do that well just with three so talented pass catchers at the receiver position. But, uh, yeah, he's he's a guy that you got to keep an eye on as well, see how he kind of uh, builds on that big week too because it's certainly something you don't want to ignore. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree. Um, 100%. I, I... Well, okay, I, I should say that. I like Dalton Schultz a lot. He's my backup if Waller goes out. I, I really wanted a piece of Dallas's, uh, you know, tight ends because uh, they threw so much to Witten, who's like the husk of a person. I don't know how he's still playing in Las Vegas, but, you know, after um, now Blake Jarwin went out, uh, I, I'm all about Schultz now. He had such a good week. I wish he didn't have as good of a week because I was going to get him anyway. But, um, yeah, very, very happy to add this guy um, and start him, too, if, if, if you need to, if, you know, you drafted someone high like Kittle or Waller doesn't play. I think he's a pretty easy start, but he's the only guy that's like kind of questionable. The rest of these guys are easy. Yeah. Um, let's talk Lions Cardinals. Um, who do you have in this game? Because I I would assume most people have the Cardinals, and I'm still there too. Because the the point spread is only five and a half. Um, I, yeah, I'll take the I Cardinals mean, that that little. Yeah. Car- Cardinals certainly favor for a reason. Definitely think they have a better chance to win. I think the Lions like kind of have a chance to maybe surprise like you know surprise some betters this weekend uh mm-hmm. i just think it, matt stafford is like i feel like that dude just like really needs a big game uh sure. so we'll see uh but I, I really like what i see from the cardinals this year i mean i think they're they, they could certainly be a playoff team um so yeah I, I like what they're doing there there's still some holes on that team uh there, there's some there's they've, they've still got a way to go but I still think the, they have enough in place to, you know, win some games, uh, especially with the 49ers, all those injuries. Um, you know, they, they were already kind of looking like a little bit of a fade in that division in the first place, just based on how well Seattle's doing. Rams look pretty good. Cardinals look pretty good. Uh, so, you know, I, I'm excited for them this year uh, from a long-term outlook. Um, yeah, Kyler Murray, I think he's probably going to have a huge day. I have him as my QB, too. Yeah, that's good. Uh, he is my QB2, actually, as well. Yeah, Detroit's defense is a goddamn mess. And Matt Patricia should be fired, especially when they lose this week. He is he hasn't done it. It's been too long. Get him the fuck out of here. I don't know why he's still coaching that team. Um, but I also think that uh, Matt Stafford is my quarterback 16. I actually should move him up, because I don't think Arizona's defense is very good. He's getting yeah, back Kenny Galladay. Yeah, I think I might move him up, but it's it's tough. I don't want to move him up like before Wentz or Rodgers or Watson. Those are the guys I have in front of him. Eh, it's kind of tough for me, but... 
Um, he's definitely a guy I could definitely very, very okay starting him. Very, very okay starting Matt Stafford with this guy's game. I don't think Arizona has a good defense. They have like two good play pieces. And uh, Simmons is also trash. He's barely played and he's a total bust. I can't wait for him to be an actual bust. Very excited for that. Um, anyway, uh, no, I, th- I think this is a pretty s- similar deal. Um, you're starting uh, Galladay, even if he's not 100%, I think you got to start him this week. Um, you start Kyler, right? You definitely start um, Drake, right? You don't, you don't, do you feel weird about Drake? I feel like there's a little rumbling in the fantasy community that maybe Drake isn't like as good as we drafted him as, and maybe that's true, but I still think he's an easy start, right? Yeah, you're, you're starting him. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think he is a borderline top 10 play this week. Uh, yeah. you know, Kyler Murray, uh, he's leading the team in rushing yards. Yeah. Chase Evans got a little work. Yeah. So I forget work. that, yeah, you know, little. Kenyon Drake was in a walking beat a few, uh, you know, a few weeks ago or whatever. So, mm-hmm. uh, I, I still, I like Drake. Um, was he maybe a little overdrafted? Uh, okay. I- I'm not going to say he was overdrafted. Was uh-huh. there a little bit of risk there just based on like yeah, a little bit. overall career resume? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, maybe a little bit. And I'm a Kenyon Drake guy. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, I mean, look, you, you still got to start him here. Uh, you know, unless you have like Ezekiel Elliott and, and Nick Chubb and, you know, Miles Sanders as your flex or something, like you're going to start him. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I have him at uh 11th and standard 10th and half ppr mm-hmm. 10th and ppr uh he's an rb1 yeah yeah it's pretty easy um you're not starting any of the lions running backs right because i'm staying way yeah. far away hell no if you had to start one though i think mine would be carry on but if you had to start one i i guess <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah no I, guess. I i know it's not it's not uh, it's not a um, it's not something you want to do but like say you have to what do you I, think uh, I was laughing when you said you have to start Kenny Galladay because I, I don't know. I'm in a situation oh, okay, where yeah. I don't know because uh, I've got Allen Robinson, who I'm very high on as a play this week. Yeah, I should have talked about that when we talked about oh, Bears Falcons. I think that goes without saying, though, right? Uh, I have Robinson at six in standard, mm-hmm. five and a half PPR, and four in PPR. Really, probably the highest Allen Robinson will be ranked this year. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's between. Joe Mixon and him for my flex because I, you know, I, I had Jonathan Taylor on my bench to start the year. Uh, it's I'm going back and forth with it. I, I guess we'll just kind of see Sunday morning. I don't know. Oh yeah, I mean, if you have that decision, I think you start Mixon. Um, yeah, I think so. But I don't think that that's like ubiquitous, right? Yeah, that feel it feels like you got a really good team there. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a nice one. I've got Camara. I've got James Robinson. It's RBU baby. Yeah, dude. What the fuck? All right, cool. That's awesome. Um, yeah. Uh, do you? feel like in a deeper league like maybe a few flex spots you could consider starting larry fitzgerald he's creeping up a little bit he hasn't been terrible yeah. i mean he's he's a real desperation like he's outside my top 40 it's it's a desperation start but you know i i i don't know if it was with you jesse at the beginning of the year but i talked about it and i said larry fitzgerald he's still going to find a way to be fantasy relevant yeah. it's going to benefit from you know uh, DeAndre Hopkins getting a ton of attention. Uh, Christian Kirk has been pretty disappointing, but you know mm-hmm. he's he's going to draw some attention. He's just going to get these short passes. So um, I guess probably a little bit more excited for him in like PPR leagues. Still, again, like desperation play. But you know, is do I have any problems with like anybody like owning Larry Fitzgerald? Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He he just. Yeah. I feel like he might have hit his ceiling last week even, but he always seems to surprise and if he catches a touchdown, which is very easy against this shitty mm-hmm. defense. Um, could be relevant in, in, in deeper leagues for sure, though. But, yeah. Um, yeah Christian Kirk has been 
very disappointing. Yeah, he really has been. I drafted him a lot in some best ball leagues. I thought he'd be really good, and he's just he's a little hurt now. It's just like Andy Isabella and him are kind of interchangeable. It's like, what are we doing here? Not not okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think we covered all the guys we need to start. I don't think I mean Hawkins and you're starting, right? Or maybe that's maybe that's controversial. Are you starting Hawkins? It, it depends. Uh, you know, I've got him as my uh, tight end. 13 and 14 based on format he's startable uh you know the more established guys i still have in front of him i mean to to be frank uh you know it's um i do have him in front of like uh noah font ppr i found in front of him in half ppr uh kind of valuing them in the same realm uh font you know he no no fan he's looked a little bit better uh but you know the, mm-hmm. the qb being out um yeah, so yeah i mean yeah i i think that he's probably should be your bench tight end right now uh but if you don't have other options I, i'm comfortable you know i i think you can be somewhat comfortable starting him like he'll, he'll probably mm-hmm. do something so yeah that's fair yeah I, I like hawk this i don't think arizona can cover tight ends they couldn't last year and they got simmons and he's barely played any snaps so um i feel like hawk, hawk is good he's my uh tight end eight right now so okay I, yeah i should probably move down fan a little bit he's he's 11 but with the quarterback being out and stuff like that you know probably move down a little bit farther um yeah and it, it sucks because you know with with sudden being out and we can kind yeah. of use this to transition into yeah, the Broncos transition, Buccaneers yeah, if you'd like but yeah. uh you know the opportunity was there like beginning of the year it's funny I actually kind of got into uh a little bit of a I guess you could call it like a bickering with a friend not really but he was like yeah I get it. uh I he was like what do you think of the pick and he picked Noah Fant towards in his draft pick I was like honestly dog like just to be real with you, like I'm not crazy about it. Like I like him. Uh, he, he did okay last year, but like they've got Judy Hamler, and obviously Corn Sun now. Like, oh, I just yeah. it may just be too many mouths to feed. So of course he was talking smack to start the year. Like, <laughs> yeah, well we'll see what happens when Cord- Cortland Sutton's out on the field and he's healthy. Well <laughs> now that's not going to happen. So yeah. for the long term, uh, it, it really you know his value is looking better. But obviously with the quarterback, uh, you know that, that's going to be a while. So yeah, it's uh, it, it's 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 a weird dilemma, being in uh, being an owner of his right now. But uh, yeah. the the potential's still there. Like you know, he's still like it's gonna be like him and Judy as the top options. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we're kind of sliding him into our top ten here if he continues to have another big week or two. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, with the quarterback change, I don't think that's out of the realm of possibilities. But uh, I, I'm just kind of fading him at least here for uh, you know week three. Yeah, um, I, I think Fant's a better player, I think, than Hawk. For, uh, uh, he's a better receiver than Hawkinson, I think. Um, I, I've always liked Fant more. Um, but yeah, the quarterback play's tough. I think Dem- uh, Buccaneers have a really good defense. So that's kind of like where I'm at with that. Lions, easy yeah. matchup. So that's and, where I'm headed I, that way. And I, I told you Maybe. that I would mention my top oh, defense yeah. streamer this week. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and that's that's got to be the Buccaneers. I oh, mean, if, yeah. If oh, they're, yeah. They're probably not available anymore, but like, you have you're playing in a middle school league and like they're still there <laughs> like start Tampa Bay defense against Denver this week uh mm-hmm. it's that they're they're gonna put up double digit points what do you have them ranked uh, I have them number two they're my number three okay yeah yeah I got Pittsburgh actually and then Chargers and Buccaneers so just yeah. you know I, I just look for sacks I got uh I got Pittsburgh, Tampa, Indianapolis against the Jets. Yeah, they're my four. <laughs> uh, Buffalo at four, and then the Chargers against Carolina at five. Yeah, they're my two. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty much the same stuff. I got the Browns five, and then uh, 
I got Washington six actually, and then Baltimore. Eh, we don't need to discuss our whole DSD rankings, but yeah. Um, I mean, this is a pretty easy, you know, Buccaneers. I think you take Buccaneers no matter what the line is. I don't remember what it is right now. I'll look it up. It's five. I think this is so easy. Like, yeah, I think this is just too yeah, easy. Yeah, that's, that's that's free money. Uh, yeah, pretty. And it's only one. It's only minus one fifteen. So that's like that's pretty good odds. Might take that right now before it gets worse. Um, yeah, it's 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 an easy one. Um, how do you feel about Brady? Is he a top twelve guy for you? Not this week. Um, I actually really like Denver's defense. I think okay. even without Von Miller, um, thought they were like probably the most underrated defensive unit coming yeah. into the year. Uh, the Miller injury hurts, but yep. still really like their defense. I've got them down at QB seventeen this week. Ooh, okay, we we definitely differ. I've got Tom Brady's my QB six. I think they're gonna have the wow. ball so okay. often. Yeah, he's my. He, if, if look, if Brady's not gonna. This could be just me hyping Brady in the offseason. I'm like, all right, he's got to do it one of these weeks. Denver seems like an easy week. They're going to have the ball. Like, they're going to get. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they have the ball like 45 to 50 like minutes in this game. So I, I think that that shows. So that'll help Brady a lot. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. I, I get where you're coming from. It's like, no, I mean, dude, if you disagree with me, definitely like, tell me. Well, you can tell me to fuck uh, off. Like, that's fine. <laughs> no, it's good. It's like, well, I do see this being a, a blowout game. Mm-hmm. I just don't know, like, for some reason, just like the matchup of Tom Brady versus Denver's defense. Like, I don't know. Like, maybe we'll, we'll see, like, some Leonard Fournette, maybe the rush spot. Yeah. You know, I, I hope that we see this big Brady week. I, I want the, I want the Bucks to be good. I, yeah. I think it'd be great for the NFL. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know, for now uh you know i'm fading him i'm fading drew Brees. uh you know uh you know Minshew went stafford Tannehill kind of rounded out my top 15 mm-hmm. so gotcha gotcha okay yeah that's that's fair um i mean I, I just i'm just i think i'm just pretty high on brady and i i think denver is just not i i like the defense enough i like simmons a lot um right simmons is that the guy they got from right or no uh, casey simmons is still on tennessee they got draw casey Sorry. Um, yeah. So, I mean, they have an OK defense. Um, I mean, I like oh Simmons, the Justin Simmons a lot. He's a guy I like. Um, and I like oh, Oj Media. He's been pretty good cornerback, I think. Um, there's a few guys I like on the defense, but I'm not. I just think they're not going to have the ball that much. And I think that's really going to help Brady. And definitely have the run game, too. Like, I'm starting both Rojo and Lenny. Like, I, I, both those guys, I think, are in my top 20, maybe. They're, they're, they're pretty high for me. I got to look real quick, but. Let me check. Yeah, I've got I've got Fournette sitting at that low end RB two range, and he's he's only going to move up as the season goes on. Mm-hmm. Uh, he looked pretty good last week, but uh, you definitely think uh, he, he's startable for sure. Yeah, uh, they're they're only like three spots away from each other. Rojo and, and I mean, Lenny, so. and it, it kind of sounds like stupid to say, yeah, Leonard Fournette's startable, but you know, he, we kind of had to see him establish his role, and uh, yeah. I think he's done that enough where he yeah. can be comfortable starting him. Yeah, definitely. Look, he, he had one big rush last week. Like, I know Lenny can do that and stuff, but, like, did he have one big rush last week? And, and I'm sorry, but, like, Rojo was used more, so, like, I don't know where this thing is just like, oh, we're starting Lenny, it's it's a no-brainer. Like, he's a good start. He's going to be fine, because I think they'll have the ball a lot. Um, But I think Rojo's just there, too. It's going to be a two-headed monster. Easy. Yeah. Do you feel? Do you, I mean, do you feel that way? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, I could see them. You know, I think they're going to pretty much control this game from the start and probably, you know, uh, operate on the ground a good bit. So, um, yeah, be interesting to see, uh, you know, how that passing game looks. If you know, if they, if, if we got up, Chris Godwin, he's he's good to go, right? I believe so. Let me check real quick the injury report. But yeah, I'm pretty sure. Um, for the Buccaneers, let's check um buccaneers.com uh godwin is a free practice all week so he is good it was just yeah. a concussion too so that's like yeah once you're good once you're practicing i think you're just good you know 
Yeah, yeah I, so. I still uh, these these updates were from earlier in the week, so I had mm-hmm. them in like the twenties. I mean, I think yeah, during no, I practice that. all week, probably move them into like the teens, and then mm-hmm. you know, I, I still think of him as a as a top option. He just he's coming off a concussion, so uh, yeah. a little conservative with it. Sure. Uh, but yeah, um, uh, it'll be interesting to see if my boy Scotty Miller can bounce back after. Yeah, I was gonna so say he, he's probably a pretty hated dude right now uh, <laughs> after his week yeah. two. But um, I, I still yeah. think there's like some chemistry there, and uh, you know he's a guy that he he's he's borderline ownable for me. I mean, you know, he's, well, I think he's ownable. I yeah, think he's definitely ownable. Yeah, no, I I think. Uh, you know, my, my biggest dilemma right now in leagues is, like, he, he's available and there's just, like, not guys I want to drop to own him. But, like, he's a guy I want to own, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So, I, I, I like him. Uh, if somebody, like, scooped him up and just absolutely, like, just gave up on him after a week, uh, I, I I wouldn't recommend yeah. doing the same. Let's 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 give this dude, like, a three- or four-week sample size. Yeah, but seriously. I think, I think there's some potential here for him to be, like, a flex guy mm-hmm. in 2020, so... Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, I think this, this is the first week that Brady's going to have all of his options together, too. So that's super great. He's hopefully gelling a little more with the offense. I think as the year goes on, it'll be a lot better, too. But I'm, I'm excited for him this week. Um, mm-hmm. Do you think KJ Hamler is um, a good stash on the bench? He got seven targets last week, looked pretty good. He's going to be involved in the offense. And I don't have a quarterback right now, but I, I feel yeah. pretty OK about owning him. D- depends on the depth of your league, I think. Sure. Yeah, uh, but yep. he's, he's a guy I did find myself like adding to my watch list this week, looking mm-hmm. at when I kind of came out with my waiver priorities. Now he was further down. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the there's still opportunity. Uh, and it's obviously the quarterback change. It sucks. But, you know, Sodden's out. Uh, so, look, I mean, I still think that, you know, Judy, like he, he's going to be the top guy. But uh, Hamler, it, 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 there, there's some upside there. So. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you're in a 12, 14 man league, I think he's probably ownable and in a 10 man, he's probably not. Uh, mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, he, he's nothing more than a stash. I think, uh, realistically, do I expect him to put up the numbers to really be considered to be put in a starting lineup this year? Probably not, but the okay. upside is there. All right. I, I think it's possible down the road. We'll, we'll see though. Um, I know you got to go soon. So I just want to hit these last two games real quick. Is that cool? Or do you, if you have to go, it's no worries. No, yeah, we well, let's knock them out, man. All right, cool. So we got Saint. I mean, these are the two one of one of the better games of the week, too, right? We got Packers Saints. We got Chiefs Ravens. Um, but we'll just hit them together just real quick. Um, the Packers game is a three point line. The Saints are actually favored. Um, how do you feel about that, real quick? Uh I I'd, I'd probably go Packers, but it feels like a trap. Really, I love the Packers. I think it's an easy Packers one. No. No, I, I think the I, I'm saying I, I think Packers will win, but yeah, just the fact that it's Saints favored by three points. Yeah, that's feel, feel like weird. A trap. Yeah, uh, I, I get but, that. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, um, no Devonte Adams. Uh, yeah, I don't know if that's kind of been baked into that. Uh, Possibly. Yeah, I but, think. I that, mean, no Michael and, Thomas, right? I don't think. Or is Thomas yeah, playing? no Michael Thomas. Yeah. No, uh, but yeah. <laughs> but from a fantasy perspective, I think that uh, you know Marquez Valdez Scantling is you know, a guy that you can kind of stream into your lineup if you really need a guy at wide receiver, you know, as your mm-hmm. flex. Um, mm-hmm. I had MVS kind of like sitting right outside my top 40 before all this stuff happened. But now that Adams is out, uh, I'll probably slide him into my, you know, somewhere in my top 30. Uh, I, I think he's startable. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, the Saints offense – 
hasn't really looked the same this year. Drew Brees hasn't looked great. Michael Thomas is out. Uh, it seems like Emmanuel Sanders really hasn't been able to incorporate himself into this offense yet. I think uh, he'll bounce back, but yeah. So I, I do too. Yeah. I, I think yeah. if you own Emmanuel Sanders, you still hold on to him. Oh, yeah. uh, I, I think that Traquan Smith deserves a look, but I, I think that it'll probably be Emmanuel Sanders and Michael Thomas's absence. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, I, I still think at the end of the day, you look at the Saints offense, uh, you know, maybe a little bit of an uptick for Jared Cook while Thomas is out as well. But the guy that you're really excited to start, obviously, is Alvin Kamara. I think he's just going to continue to absolutely oh, eat. I thought you were going to say Lazard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I, I think that it's, it's going to be kind of similar. I think with Adams mm-hmm. out as well, I yeah. think you're going to see both of these, like, offenses that, that have tried to become like more efficient in recent mm-hmm. years and like you know really use the like, running backs like pass catchers like i think we're probably going to see big games from both aaron jones and alvin Kamara with probably like a similar game plan mm-hmm. yeah I, like, they're I, very I similar that, yeah, teams right yeah, now 100 like, it's, it's it's a very like e- like if you're playing madden right now like these teams <laughs> i think will probably be ranked like neck and neck yeah, um, I like the Packers defense more than I like the Saints defense, but yeah, I understand what you're saying. Definitely. Yeah, but, but at the end of the day, like they're they're both like uh, solid defenses, you know. Yeah. I, I think they're same. Yeah. They're like same ballpark. I, I think the Packers are a little bit better, but sure, I, I can believe that. Um, if if Lattimore gets back to what he used to be, then sure, but he has just not been very good. Janoris Jenkins is like leading that team, and I love Jair Alexander. Um, yeah, I just I like the Packers more. I think think I'm gonna bet a lot on this game, which is probably my downfall, but it's okay. I'm only. <laughs> Minus seven this year now because they keep betting the fucking props on Thursday, which is such a mistake. But anyway, um, the next but, game. Yeah. Um, yeah sorry. Oh, sorry. But yeah, no, I, I just think it's uh, it's probably a toss up. It's, it's going to be a great game. Yeah, it should be a really fun game Sunday night. Very exciting. And the Monday night game should be even more fun because it's the two oh, best yeah. teams in the AFC. Hands down. Chiefs Ravens. The Chiefs are getting three and a half. Does that feel like a trap, too? Um, maybe. Uh, it kind of does to me. I mean, yeah. I love the Ravens. I love the Ravens. Don't get me wrong. I love the defense, especially. But yeah, I mean, I, I don't. I mean, the, you know, the Chiefs won last year, uh, so yeah. you know, they they've got they've kind of got that edge. Baltimore is a tough place to play, but sure. You know, at the end of the day, I think you know you're obviously talking about uh, yeah, I mean, the two, do, the top two teams and the do we AFC feel like home field advantage though? Like, do we really feel like with with you know COVID and everything like that and the stadiums all being? Do we really feel like that's a big th- thing? Maybe, no. maybe, maybe not as much as usual, but I still think there's probably just the comfort level of sure. waking up at your home with your family as opposed to waking up in a hotel room. I, I still think there's a lot to be said about that. Uh, you know, people perform well kind of in their comfort zone. So, yeah, I mean, definitely less so, uh, mm-hmm. but, you know, may, may, maybe enough to still make a difference, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, okay. yeah, I mean, in, in another case of, you know, I, I could see this game really going either way. I mean... Uh, I think these are probably the two best teams in the NFL, uh, and it's probably just going to boil down to you know who who has the better night. Honestly, uh, mm-hmm. it's it's kind of hard to predict that, uh, but yeah, I mean, I think it's definitely could be the regular season match of the year. Yeah, I I think I mean for the AFC, these are the two best teams, so it's not even close. But yeah, I mean, if if the Saints and Packers were full health, I think that would definitely give it a run for money. But where it's at right now, sure, I I could definitely agree with that. Yeah, um, that I'm into it. I will say, I mean, I think that, you know, if, uh, I, I would much rather start Lamar Jackson than Patrick Mahomes in this game. Yeah, um, yeah, it's not even know, close, I think yeah. Baltimore could certainly Actually, probably is close, right? uh, <laughs> g- give <laughs> Pat Mahomes as much trouble as any defense can give yeah. Pat Mahomes. Yeah, they're the best team in the uh, NFL. Uh, best yeah. defense in the NFL, I think. Maybe uh, not the best team. Best defense, for sure. Be interesting to see, like, Monday night football, like, 
Will the Ravens try to feature J.K. Dobbins at all? I mean, he was. Yeah, I'd like him to. Didn't have a rule week two. Uh, do they kind of using Gus Edwards, man? It's real mm-hmm. weird, but they're using them. They used him only when they were winning the game pretty bad against Cleveland. And they started using him more actually when they're in the game last week. So I, I don't know what yeah, the deal is. Ed- Edwards is it's going to be really frustrating. Edwards is probably still going to like see some work. I mean, a lot of people don't realize he had like 700, 800 yards as yeah. a back oh, yeah. last year. Everyone was getting and, so many yards. Uh, yeah. True. He, he's he is a uh, you know one of those restricted free agents after this year. Uh, they're going to be able, Ravens are going. I can't remember either. It's the first year that they can get out of Ingram's deal, or maybe his deal's up. I can't remember if it was a two or three year oh, deal, but okay, yeah. essentially uh, there, there's a much better chance of Edwards being on the team than Ingram. So yeah, maybe, they yeah. they car they are kind of incentivized to continue to use him because one he's effective and two. Uh, you know, it, it seems like him and Dobbins is more so probably the future of this rushing attack than uh, mm-hmm. Dobbins and Ingram. Uh, but we'll see. I mean, it's still going to be uh, really hard to dissect. I think for now, I mean, you, you can still start Mark Ingram. Uh, I mean, I don't have him super high or anything. I have him as like a low end RB two. I have him at like twenty four, twenty three, uh, see twenty two. So like in, in that really low in RB two range. Uh, but yeah, I mean, honestly, like two electric offenses. Obviously, the Ravens' defense is a little bit better. Uh, it's I really do just think it's going to boil down to who shows up and has a better night. I mean, I just think it's a really evenly matched game, and I think that's probably what it'll end up boiling down to in the playoffs as well. Yeah, these two are the best teams. The AFC is so like hot, top heavy. It's it's whatever. Mahomes actually is my fourth quarter, fourth ranked quarterback this week, which is you know not normal. But yeah, uh, yeah I, I think Baltimore fifth, definitely gives him trouble. So you're you're not alone. I, I'm fifth. Uh, yeah. I've got I've got him behind Lamar and then Kyler, Russell, Dak, and then yep. Holmes. Yeah, just switch Dak and Mahomes. That's that's pretty much me. So yeah, I got that a lot. Um, yeah, should should be a fun week though. Lots of good matchups. Lots of interesting things to look at this week. Should be a fun time. I got all my picks on Twitter and all that stuff, so y'all can check it out and stuff. But why don't you shout out your stuff? I've been on your podcast. I think twice now. But yeah, yeah, it may, may have been more than that, honestly. Yeah, hit me up. yeah you know, you, you're a great guest to have on. I always enjoy having you. you, you I try you to know make. your stuff. Um, <laughs> the the name of my website and podcast and Instagram and Twitter it's it's fantasypremonition.com. Uh, so uh, definitely go ahead and you know throw me a follow if you like. You know, more more fantasy minds, better right. So uh, you know, I, I'm pretty hands on. Like to try to help you guys with you know lineup scenarios, all that sort of stuff. So. Uh, thanks for having me on, man, and, uh, yeah. and hopefully, you know, a few of you will uh, check out our, uh, my podcast as well, and, you know, just, just trying to build a, a loyal fan base, man, so th- thanks for letting me get the word out. Yeah, of course, yeah, definitely check him out, guys. Um, whenever I go on the podcast, he, he, we always answer questions. I love doing that. Super fun. So, yeah, definitely definitely check him out. All right, man, it was definitely good having you on. Uh, hope you have a good night. Likewise, man. Enjoy your weekend, and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll hop on one or the other's podcast pretty soon here. Yeah, definitely let me know. All right. That's it for this episode of the Bacon Game Sports Pod. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. And follow Jesse on Twitter at E-S-S-E-J-T-H-E-S-L.